We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Speaking of the top talent in recruiting, yeah, Sean, yeah. it's a wonderful segue. Are we ready to go down there? Ready to rock and roll? All right. He's ready to rock and roll. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Drake Bowen has joined the chat. Drake, man, it is official, man. It has been a long time coming, but it is official. You are now officially a member of the University of Notre Dame football team, man. What's this day been like for you, buddy? Uh, a little, a little crazy right now. Um, but yeah, I woke up this morning. I was, I was super excited. So, uh, no, it's been, it's been, uh, outside of signing, it's been a pretty, pretty, um, normal day as far as what I've done throughout my day. Um, but yeah, it's been a little crazy, uh, recently. <laughs> I bet Drake, I want to focus just kind of on just kind of how we got here. Cause I, <laughs> A lot of a lot of fans may think, well, he he's from Indiana, and all. He, of course he's going to go to Notre Dame. And we've talked with you about this before, but it was not a given at all that you were going to go to Notre Dame, and then you finally make the choice. And to watch you emerge as the leader has been something I know we have all enjoyed. What was that like for you? Was there like a moment where you're like, you know, I'm going to lead this class? Or was it something where somebody said we need you to lead this class? Like, what was it that allowed you to, or that resulted in you just stepping up and saying, hey? I'm going to I'm going to take charge of this thing and with other guys that we're going to really make sure that this class is going to be as good as it can possibly be. Uh yeah, it was more it it was it was a lot of uh coach coach Bowden, um Chad Bowden, he uh he was like you're you're the Indiana kid, you're the you're the closest one to Notre Dame and so um you know a lot of a lot of what is going to happen is going to be be with you because of how close you are. So um when he told me that that's kind of when I knew I needed to um, kind of take that role and, and run with it. Um, you know, I'm only an hour away, so any event, um, game, I can I can be there. Um, and so, you know, when he said that, I, it just kind of clicked. Like, okay, I need to be the one to to really help bring this class along, um, along with others, like you said. Uh, but yeah, that that's kind of when I knew that I needed to uh, kind of start recruiting player to player. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. So, Drake, man, we had multiple conversations throughout this season, just going back to the baseball season when, you know, you guys were kind of scuffling and you were trying to go back to back and you guys start 0-2 in the football season and we had a conversation about that. And at the same time, you're watching Notre Dame kind of take this roller coaster ride to an 8-4 and season, you know, and decommitments and people falling out of the class and trying to keep guys connected and build the strength of the brotherhood. Just talk about the culmination of all of that leading to today and like what it felt like. Was it a release or kind of like just finally wishing like, man, I'm glad it's all over. Was that the feeling when you finally got to put pen to paper today? Yeah, it was, it was kind of a relief. Like, okay, I'm, I'm done. Um, You know, we, we got the guys we wanted. And so, um, you know, it, it was a it was a ride throughout the entire year. So uh, whether that be with football, um, you know, ND football, ND recruiting, stuff like that. So, um, but it, it was a ride. But it, it 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 kind of is just a relief. Like okay, I'm I'm done with kind of the recruiting um, of 2023s, and so I can I can uh, you know just kind of be on my own now, get ready for the season. You know what I mean? So what's the next challenge? I know you're getting ready to go and finally get to South Bend in a couple of weeks. What's the next challenge for you? Because you're a workout warrior already. So, I I mean, Matt Bayless probably won't be a challenge for you, but I'm sure he's going to ramp it up for the entire class. But for you personally, with your game, whether it's physically or in the classroom watching film, like what do you think is going to be one of the early challenges for you as you translate into college football? 
definitely probably the the mental side of football of, of college football. Um, that's that's something that is a lot different than high school football, whether that be playbooks, um, watching film, um, studying in the, in the classroom, um, and so. Uh, that that's probably going to be the biggest challenge for me is, is taking my mental side to that next next level next step um, and and you know learning the playbook um, you know getting my studies right in the class watching films so um, definitely the mental side is going to be the next next challenge for me so you guys as a class have been known as you know I want to say the uh, video game uh, experts that's kind of how you guys establish your relationship. But what's the meetup spot? Whose room is going to be the meetup spot now? Because you guys did everything online. Whose dorm room is going to be the meetup spot for the video game challenges? Um, I don't know, man. Probably me and Don play a lot. Um, I know Christian plays a lot. Uh, so so you know we'll we'll see what it what it is. But um, uh, yeah, I don't know yet. We'll we'll have to figure that out. Yeah, it's gonna see. It's gonna be fun to see how you guys figure it out. Go go ahead, Ryan. Well, Drake, I was just going to ask, man, I know it's been a wild last few days for you, man. You're finishing up, you finished up school, doing all that great stuff. You got Christmas right around the corner, the signing day, obviously. And then a couple weeks, you're going to be on campus in South Bend, man. So what's the emotions been like the last few days for you and your family and just enjoying the last part of the process, I guess? Yeah, it's been, it's been super exciting. Um, you know, we, I got to finish school on Wednesday, um, kind of just hung out Thursday uh, and then went back, found out I won't miss a football Friday. So um, that those, those three days were pretty, pretty fun, pretty exciting. Um, and then just the past, past few weeks, week, I guess has been uh, pretty enjoyable. Just hanging out at home with my family, um, getting ready, working out, getting ready to go to San Antonio. Um, we have family coming up from Texas for, for Christmas today. So um, we're, we're super excited. Um, you know, I'm, I'm super excited to move in to, to get there, get first to get into San Antonio and, and play an All-American game and then get to South Bend. So, um, you know, the emotions are pretty, pretty exciting for me. Um, I'm sure my parents are uh, a little more less excited than me um, you know, <laughs> that I'm leaving. But, uh, you know, for me personally, it's been it's a super exciting uh, couple, next couple of weeks. Well, Drake, I'll be able to see you down in San Antonio. I'll be down there for the game, which will be exciting for me to see you in person. Finally, I haven't gotten a chance to do that, obviously, yet. Well, let me ask you this, man. You just got off of a a big run to get to the state championship. Obviously, the game didn't go quite the way you wanted, but you had a tremendous season. Now you're going to San Antonio, and you're starting in Notre Dame in a couple weeks. When does the body ever get to rest, man? Do you ever get a couple downtime to just let the body kind of recover a little bit? Uh, yeah, I, I took about – two weeks off after the season, week and a half, two weeks. Um, so kind of just to let my body recover. I had a, had a little ankle sprain in the, um, in the state game. So, um, gave that some time to recover. Um, did, did some stuff for my, my legs, my ankles, stuff like that, just to kind of, kind of get them back where they needed to be. And then, uh, then I started workout. So I've been working out now for probably two, two and a half weeks. Um, nice. so, but yeah. And then just, a lot of yoga, a lot of stretching um, in between workouts, after workouts. So um, that's that's really where I've been getting my recovery is is the days off and and then a lot of stretching. And I, I know I know Drake that is going to be a big transition coming up here, obviously, and making that transition. Let me ask you this though, because I know you're a humble kid, right? So I know you're not going to want to talk about yourself and all you accomplished, but you're the Buckus Award winner. 
You're the Mr. Football in the state of Indiana your senior year. You had won a state championship. You were 1,700-plus yard rusher, 140 tackles. Like It's just an incredible career that you put together. Now that you have a little opportunity, I know it's going to end fast to kind of take a step back over the last couple of weeks and just appreciate a little bit of what you were able to accomplish a part of Andrean. Like, what's that like, man? I mean, does it does it do you think about it at all? Like just kind of the impact you had on the program, I guess. Yeah, I mean it's it's um you know what 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 they allowed me to do was special. Um, you know, we had a special special team while I was there. Um, you know, on offense, our our O lines were always um you know top notch. They always had figured it out, whether that was it took them a game or two or what whatnot, but um, you know, the, the teams we had, the players we had, we were all special. We we developed strong bonds, um, and uh and that, that allowed for us to have deep runs, um, you know, and and you know, do some pretty incredible things. But uh yeah, it, it's just it was a special ride with Andrean. Um, you know, I, I um I'm super excited that what I what I left there and so uh you know, you know, people are people are comparing me to uh what we had Tommy Finn. Um he was one of the best coming out of Andrean. Um, and so that that's pretty pretty exciting uh, that they're comparing me with with him. Um, but uh, you know, I, I'm I'm super excited of what I left there and and moving on to the next chapter. What have the conversations been about with Coach Free, Al Golden, and the rest of the staff as far as where they see you evolving in this defense? Whether it's you know you can come off the edge in third down situations and rush, you can play on the inside. You can play in different positions. Well, how do you see yourself developing and evolving within the defense at Notre Dame? Yeah, I mean, um, what they kind of talk to me about is they they see me as a will. Um, they they think I'm going to play the will position, but um, they they said they don't necessarily know um, just because I played different positions in high school, so I can play really all the all the different positions that that they have. So. Um, they said, Mike, I'd maybe need a little more, um, a little more handwork. Um, and I need to develop that and maybe get a little bit bigger, but, um, they, they said they can see me at all positions, but they, they mainly see me as will, um, as of right now. And then, um, personally, I, I know I can do a couple of different things just with my, with, with how I've you know worked and done high school, um, played played high school. So I know I can come off the edge, play, playing the run, playing the pass. So. Um, you know, it's it's just where where they see me best, and uh, you know where where they think I can get on the field and help them out. Does it? Do you like seeing Al Golden being aggressive with his linebackers? He likes to fire them a lot. Yes, sir. Yep. It's it's super exciting being able to just uh, you know blitz basically a lot of the time. So uh, that that's super fun. I'm excited. Any thoughts about uh, trying to sneak in an offensive package in the red zone? Uh yeah. I mean, <laughs> maybe we'll see. We'll see. That's uh, that's up to Coach Reese, but uh, yeah, we'll we'll see with that. Well, well, Drake, we really appreciate you again, man. No matter what position you ultimately end up playing, whatever your you know career kind of has in store, man, I know that you're going to be a incredible part of the program, which is more important than anything, right? So appreciate you for hopping in, man. Congratulations again. We'll be talking to you again very soon, and we're excited for you to be a part of the Blue and Gold, brother. Thank you. Thanks, Drake. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I just got fired up. We started talking about the offensive package. That's what I want to see. <laughs> like estimates, like tapping out. Hey, 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 hey! I'm a 230 pound back. I can. I scored 26 <laughs> touchdowns. I was Mr. Football. Let me tote the rock, coach. Yeah, can oh, you yeah. see? Can you see that 21 package with him and Estime? <laughs> <laughs> 
Drake is fullback and estimate his tailback. I man, if I was a Mike linebacker, I'd have to tap out. But, hey, coach, coach, hold on a second. So, um, you know, look, Coach Freeman's doing his press conference now, and he's talking about. I mean, he said it very clearly. We're gonna we're gonna focus on the people that want to be here, and uh, that's what has me so fired up about guys like about about guys like Drake Drake uh, Bowen, Christian Gray, who we're gonna have on here soon. Like, look, let, let me tell you something. LSU did not stop recruiting Christian Gray because he committed to Notre Dame folks. I'm just going to tell you all that right now, right? Um, there's a lot of kids that, that continue to get pushed for by other schools, but they they just they wanted to be a part of something unique, something special. And, um, and those are the kids that you really are saying that, that, that they're going to be a part of doing something really unique here at Notre Dame. I really do believe that. And, yeah. you know, it's like, you know, Notre Dame's feeling this way. Ohio State's feeling this way. They all lost kids because of NIL stuff. But I'm going to tell you right now, the guys that stayed are the guys that are going to really be bought in to want to do it. And Coach Freeman said it today. He's like, look, if NIL is the reason that you want to come here, then then this may not be – this is not the place for you. doesn't mean that you're not going to – because Notre Dame has NIL. It's an important thing. But if that's what we need to give you to convince you to come here, this isn't a fit for you. And um, that's what makes these kids unique because people think that these kids will – every kid that got offered money left uh, can assure you that that's not the case assure you of that and uh what is it what is it the Bo Schimbeckler said those that stay will be champions right yeah yeah but one of my I know Sean this is one of your favorite guys so I'm gonna (laughs) introduce you to him and and what what we try to do with our signing day show is we'll bring on players but we also want to give you a different look because what what you'll find you know you know the expression behind every 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 man is a is a was it is a good woman well, I feel that between between every time big time recruit, there's a there's a, a a foundation at home that really doesn't get the view, it doesn't get the look, and so what we try to do is have some fun, is bring parents on, so y'all can get a, a, a glimpse of the people that really have such a behind the scenes, oftentimes important role in, in helping these not only these guys turn into great football players, but great young men. And I think that's what people are finding out about this Notre Dame classes. These aren't just these aren't just talented football players. These are really unique young men, and so. You all ready to go down there? You guys ready to rock and roll down there? All right. We have the Gray family now with us, everyone. This is uh, Mom Shonda Gray and, of course, one of the newest members of the University of Notre Dame football program, Christian Gray, who officially today, Christian, it's official, man. You've been committed for a minute, but it's official. You are now part of the University of Notre Dame football program and the University of Notre Dame. What's that mean for you, buddy? What's this day been like for you? I mean, it's just a blessing, really, just uh, all of it, because this was um, my grandpa's dream. Like, he ever, he just thought of me about succeeding at Notre Dame. His favorite, his favorite college was Notre Dame. And he just said, if you play in Notre Dame, I can watch you for free. So, <laughs> but it's just, it's just been a dream come true, and it's just been great. Well, Shonda, it is wonderful to see you again, by the way. Absolutely wonderful. Uh, if anybody hasn't seen my previous interview with Shonda, that was one of my favorite interviews that I've done of anybody, not just parents, just in general this cycle. What's this day like been like for you? I know we got just got Christian's perspective, but being a mother, seeing the recruitment process, I know you have an older daughter that's at Ohio State, so you've seen you've, – you've been there a little bit at this point, but seeing Christian's process come to a final point here of now signing – Going off to the campus in a couple weeks. What's this day like been for you? Um, I'm gonna try not to cry again, but it's been amazing. Um, it's a relief. It's done. We are. Um, he's on his way. Finished up high school, and uh, 
signed today. It was it, this morning. Um, it's, it's just been amazing. It's still jaw dropping. Like, man, we, we made it. Like, you made it. And, and I'm really proud of them. So, yeah, pretty tiring at this point <laughs> right about now. But it's all good. It's all good. So, yeah. So I'm just grateful. Well, Christian, I hope you're appreciative of that lady right there because I know she has been a rock through this entire situation, right? So, uh, Christian, can I get your perspective on the process, though, man? We've talked about it a ton as far as, you know, Ohio State was a team that recruited you heavy. LSU was a team that recruited you for a long time. USC came in and was trying to, you know, get into that conversation, obviously. What, what was it for you that ultimately sold Notre Dame, kind of looking back on it a little bit? Oh, it was definitely the education, though. <laughs> it was the education, the faith. That's what, that's what I really loved about it. And uh, actually the atmosphere, too, because uh, I don't see that a lot of other people, like other people's schools, like um, the schools I visit, it was not that much of a like, family-type breed atmosphere. And um, I can say, first, they didn't start off with NIL talk. So <laughs> that's, that was a great thing. So, Christian, I want to take you back to a phone conversation after your visit in April. It was on a Sunday night, and we were talking, and you told me, I think I'm going to make my decision known on the 4th of July. And in the background, your mom says, no, you should do it May 15th. And then you guys go back and forth, and it was it was hilarious. But I was thinking, like, man, this is, does he know where he wants to go? Like, he's setting his decision. At that point in time, you had just left Notre Dame. <laughs> Were you still going back and forth between some of the other schools, or did you feel like you knew at that point in time that Notre Dame was the choice for you? Um, actually, that was hard because actually July fourth, I was just it just reminded me of like a date by uh, by my papa, and so I was like, I should do it on that date. Like it was just a, like something that God brought into my head, and then I was still battling with schools too, like. Wow. LSU, Ohio State, USC, Notre Dame. Like, I was battling still. But then, like, when they came to OVs, and then I was like, oh, Notre Dame's a choice of voice. So, like, that's when I knew Notre Dame is home. So, I surprised her <laughs> <laughs> talking to Coach Freeman saying, I will be committing here. So, yeah. And, and, and Shonda, you, you know, saying May 15th, you wanted him to have the experience at his school. Is that the reason why you wanted to do it on the 15th? Yes. Um, but you said something that reminded me too. And I was like, wait, let me be quiet. Cause maybe he already know where he wants yeah. to go yeah. and I don't want to deter him from that. But yeah, we went back and forth that night. <laughs> I'm like, why 4th of July? And then he told me why, which is, um, it was a, a big holiday for my dad. So we couldn't wait till my dad's birthday cause his birthday was September 24th. So that was putting us too far out. So he was like the, you know, the day that we, our family always was together was July 4th at my dad's house. And so I was like, okay, all right, that, that makes sense. But he was going back and forth um, between the schools. But I also was thinking that I was like, well, maybe he decided like this, he knows where he's supposed to be, but yeah. Well, Christian, I was busting your chops a little bit earlier about appreciating your mom, but I want to hear your perspective on your mom throughout this process, sir, because I know that your mom has been in the education field for a long time. You already mentioned that academics was a big part of your conversation. What has that lady meant for you during this process, man? I'm sure she was the rock. Let me hear it. Oh, man, she's, she's everything. Like, going on the trips, she 
through pay, and then like even if it was an unofficial visit, she'll take me like far. Like even for USC, she we flew down there. Like they didn't even pay her nothing. She she paid all of it. Just flew down there. I'm like, dang, she she a real one right here. <laughs> first day, first day right here, huh? So, but it it was great. Like having a mom like this, this it's just a blessing, really. And I talking to me like I could talk to her about anything, like really anything. And I know that she got my back always. And so, like even if I fail, she'll she'll literally pick me back up and say, "Do it again, Christian. I know you could do better." So yeah. yeah. Well, one one thing that Sean has shared with me, and I think Sean had mentioned it during our interview, is you're kind of the class clown of of the uh, 2023 class. So I w- I just want to ask yeah. you directly because I don't like hearsay, I don't like stuff behind the scenes, some back talk. Is this true, man? I need to hear if this is true. So yeah, <laughs> how, how can I? Um, I yeah. can say I can say yeah. I, I, I'm sorry, you know, because you know, like sometimes you know, being around new people is kind of like uncomfortable. With, like a lot of people sometimes and I could tell like some of the recruits was just kind of isolated. Like they just felt awkward at some moments. So I, you know, I had to bust out the laughs. So <laughs> had, to be, had to be the class clown. Had to be like, Hey man, like tell them a joke, make them feel comfortable, make them feel at home because this is home. So yeah. Yeah. You have to keep it light sometimes. Where does that personality come from? Like, was, was he always like, <laughs> all comes from mom. Wow. <laughs> Like you no. understand, she hides all oh, her. Yeah, it just got real in the chat in the show right now, y'all. It just got real. <laughs> her seriousness is crazy. Like she, it's behind the mask. Like you, she, she be like, <laughs> she be standing with a straight face all the time. But she telling jokes in her mind. Like she do this at home. Like me, me and Leo be an argument. And be like, she be talking to me. Say that's why your hair. That's why you didn't get a haircut yesterday. <laughs> saying all of this, I'm like, dang, bro, I didn't even do that. <laughs> she's a, she's the class clown. No, bro. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> so I can see, I can see why the other Notre Dame moms can't wait for her to get to campus. <laughs> she's probably the life of the party with them, huh, Christian? <laughs> hey, Christian, I heard there was a phenomenal rendition of Here Come the Irish last night on the Zoom call. Oh, he went there. He went there. He went there. He went there. How would how would you how would Christian, you I don't know, man. This might be some top secret stuff. This might be this might be a trap. This might be a trap. Oh my God. <laughs> how would you grade that performance? How would you was grade it as the good as the uh what was it? Was it Don't Stop Believing that you were singing on, oh on the video that one time? Which oh one was my better? God. Well, he, he performed. <laughs> That's awesome. what makes Notre Dame kids unique. Notre Dame commit just used the word flabbergasted on them. That's will not, what makes these cats special, y'all. And Christian, properly. Christian, I will not lie, man. I will not lie. Sean Davis said that you said that you were flabbergasted after the beating last night. And I was like, he did not use the word flabbergasted. There's no way he used that. So I had to send him the screenshot just to let him know. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> you didn't believe him. You didn't believe him. Well, no, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so you kind of got to talk about it now. Sean just kind of put it out there. So you got to. How was how was the uh, the the rendition? Wait, wait, wait. 
How was it? How was the meeting? The rendition no, of no, no, the no. Irish. Oh, the part of the individual. Like it was unique. Are you heard Like I'm like, dang, the meeting just. Did, did he just do it out of nowhere? Did it just like happen? Wait, Christian. Like, yeah, Christian, it just, it just Christian, I, out of nowhere, I you just Christian, I muted you. Can you do that again? I didn't quite hear that. Oh, Can you do that one more time? Oh, wow. <laughs> it just came out of nowhere, but everybody, everybody was good. Everybody was laughing, but we just all it was just a great time though. Oh, Christian, I want to, on a serious note, I, I do want to, you know me, I always got to bring it back to seriousness, guys. I apologize. What is, what has it been like this? What is this class? Like, what's going to, what are people going to remember about this class? You know, you guys have a, you guys have a, you guys talk a lot and there's, there's words that we hear a lot, you know, brotherhood and things like that. But the thing that I've been really fascinated by is how often you guys use the word championship. Like even linemen, I was joking about that earlier. Like even like Sam Pendleton and Selvin Absher talking about it, right? Like normally the linemen just they talk about like just they're in like their own little different world, right? Offensive linemen, but even they're talking about it, and it's just something that we constantly hear. Like what is it about you guys uh, as a, as a as a brotherhood, as a group that just has you guys so confident that like, and that's what you sold to kids who maybe have left is like, look, you can do what you got to do, but this is what we're going to do right here if you want to be a part of it or not. Like where'd that come from with you guys? Oh, that, that, we had a whole conversation about this too. We said nobody can't mess with us for real. Like we just said, as like all confidence, our work ethic, our our grind, our mentality, nobody can mess with us. Mess with us if we keep doing what we're doing. Just keep studying, watching film, get our grades right, go on that field and ball out. That's I mean, at the end of the day, nobody can mess with us. So that's where we get the mentality and the brotherhood that we just come together and just stay together because nobody can't pull us apart. Well, Christian, speaking of brotherhood, I know that Notre Dame is making some headway in the St. Louis area recently, right? With yourself, Jeremiah Love in this class, Gabriel Rubio and Tyson Ford are already on the roster. But looking forward now, man, there's a couple of 2024 guys that might be of some interest for Notre Dame. You know, the Ryan Wingos, the Royal Jeremiah McClellans. How important is it for you? You don't even have to talk about those guys, but how important is it just for you in general to be a part of that pipeline building in St. Louis? Because there's a lot of talented players obviously coming out of there. It's just incredible to be a part of that too, like the St. Louis Pipeline. I I didn't know it, it ran that deep into uh, Notre Dame because I didn't know it was that many kids from St. Louis going up there until they told me how many people. I was like, wow, that's crazy. We got this. We got a lot of St. Louis kids up here, but it's great that uh, St. Louis kids could come up to like Notre Dame, and it's just a it's just a great thing. Like like for like. How I can say this, like uh, other schools that we visited, like some of the like top kids in St. Louis that we visited, nothing compares to Notre Dame. And like, and we all know that, like in St. Louis, we all know that. So, yeah. Christian, you have to tell myself or Ryan, because we've been trying to decipher this from highlights, the matchup between this Matt and Christian brothers in the playoffs. What was the conversation between you and Jeremiah? Because he was talking trash. You were chasing him for a little bit. I know you guys were talking the entire game, knowing you both were committed to Notre Dame. Just what was the talk like in that matchup? Oh, my gosh. So, uh, Jeremiah McKellar or Jeremiah Love? Jeremiah Love. Both. Both. Yeah, both, I guess. Both. Yeah. 
Oh, I was talking my stuff to Michaela though. Like, you know, <laughs> I was talking my stuff, but I couldn't tackle. Like, I t- I tackled Jeremiah Love one time. I got up, yeah. <laughs> like I was excited because, like, he a big dude. Like he run fast like that. I was I was glad that I tackled him, but then just out it, like in the middle of the plays, I was just be talking trash, be like, "Hey, your shoe gonna tie me." Like <laughs> everything else, just joking with him and everything. But at the end of the day, like it just it just came down to it's all love on like after the game. But I was talking my stuff, but so yeah. yeah what was funny about that game, Sean, I think is that the game where Jeremiah was like kind of coasting in the end zone and all of a sudden like Christian hey, comes off the screen. Yeah. And and he was trying to be smooth and then he's like, Oh, I gotta hurry it up a little bit because this guy's getting <laughs> on me real fast. So he kind of picked up the pace a little bit around the 10 yard line because he realized I may not make it. Right. <laughs> Christian's coming at me. I want to ask you something, Christian, though, uh, uh, about your season. I was looking at your schedule and then just like, you know, it's like, did his coach say, let's put a schedule together that's just going to challenge Christian every single game? Yeah. You know, and, and, and it's just like you were playing like like Aaron Scott at the beginning and then IMG and then uh, Ryan Wingo. But but in a serious note, like how like that's got I would assume that's got to help you as far as like really getting ready for that next leap to you know, say, hey, look, I can be Benjamin Morris next year. I can be that freshman comes into place because talk about being battle tested, you know, and then, of course, not only did you get tested, but you shine, man. I mean, if we're being real about it, like that my recruiting pitch to Ryan Wingo, if I was you, was like, hey, man, the good part about coming to our name is you don't have to face me on Saturday <laughs> because you put him on lock in that game. And that's my guy. You know what I mean? So uh, but in all seriousness, like. How did that did does that help you as you get ready for that next level? Saying, "Hey, I'm playing D1 dudes like every Saturday at wide receiver, and I'm showing that I can I can not only ha- handle them, but I mean play with them, but but outplay them." Like, what what did that mean for you to do that this year? I mean a lot. Like I, when I saw the schedule, I was like, "Ain't no way." Top hundred, top hundred, top hundred, top hundred, five star, top hundred. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> wow, we playing all the best teams, huh? And so, but all of it was just coming. I was like, oh yeah, this is this is the this is the thing I live for. This is the, this is why I love so much about this game. So uh, going against them kids, going against like the same five stars and four stars, it was just amazing. Like it was just a matchup every time. Like trusting my skills and my techniques, that's what I'm supposed to do as a DB, and uh, just guarding them and locking them up. Since who I am, so I just kept it a hundred, always on that field, and I just love doing it. So yeah. Well, Christian, Sean, I appreciate. Let me, can I ask Sean to one yeah, more question, man? Because because as a parent that's gone through this, the emotions of today is one thing, but I just want to forewarn you, the drop off is going to be something different. <laughs> as a parent that's gone through it, I, that drop off is going to be something else. So just enjoy the holiday season and these moments and man, you are literally looking at the reflection of who you are. And that's, mm-hmm. that lets us know that you're a great individual yourself. Cause this is a great young man. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Thank you guys. Thank you so much for being with us. Christian gray, next member of uh, this cornerback group that Mike Milkins, Mike Mickens is building. Uh, Ms. Gray, thank you so much. I, I look forward to uh, – we're going to have to have you back on again because this is a lot of fun. So, <laughs> thank you. Uh, we Thanks, Christian. You Congratulations. Much. Shana, really nice to see thank you me. again. Thank you for coming on. Okay, thank you all. Have right, a great CG. evening. Yo, that, that's a – I mean, that's just – that was – That's an all-time IB interview, bro. <laughs> yeah, that was great. That was great.
That was great. I can't believe you went there with the. I can't oh, I believe you went there. But see, that's the perfect. That's the, that's the perfect person to ask about it, right? Yes, he started him. singing. Yes, he did. You, he you did. knew you would he get the best reaction it. from Christian. Absolutely. <laughs> oh goodness gracious, goodness gracious. Oh, that was beautiful. Anyway, that was uh, next member of the. Uh, this, I mean, look, it is really impressive. Um what Mike Mickens has done in a very short period of time when it comes to restocking this cornerback board, because it is really talented, like really talented, Um, you know, but uh, again, you know, like guys, I I know that there's going to be a conversation about what's not here, but man, when you meet these kids that are part of this group, but it it is really impressive. It is really impressive. Very much so. Sure is. So uh, we got next up, we've, we're going to go out to the West Coast here real quick. because yes, we got a couple great guests lined up. I'm excited to get both these on, but we want to bring on uh, Cooper Flanagan here real quick. Mr. Flanagan, how are you, sir? Thank you so much for joining the Irish Breakdown. Po- oh, you got to get the pup in there, man. That's what's up right there. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. Yes, sir. Let's sir. So this is, what, this is how we do it here at Notre Dame, right? Like you got Aeneas Williams using a dog to, to make his commitment. We got the... Got a dog in the commitment show. Cooper, it's been a long journey for you, man, but it is official today. You are the next tight end to be stepping into the University of Notre Dame, the tight end you tradition, buddy. What's this day been like for you? Um, I mean, it was awesome. Um, I mean, I kind of I kind of knew it was it was gonna happen, you know. Like I think I've had my mindset since September 21. Yeah, September 21. So, but it's it's just you know, making it official is something else. So what what would you guys do today? Was did you you did something with your team? Was it just something you did, or did you and some of your teammates do it? What was your guys' ceremony like today? Well, our school's actually on break right now, so we just had um, like family friends over and um, like some of the people that have helped me become the man I am today. So we had a lot of we had a, about twenty people come over. Oh, very nice! nice. Yeah, very so nice. It was fun. And we they were six forty five sharp. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, can I can I ask from the family's perspective for a second? Let's take, take Cooper out of the conversation. What's this been like for the family around Cooper today? Um, it's Carter. Yeah, this is my uh, older brother. Hey, Carter. But, um, Clemson, a Clemson grad. I mean, a Clemson uh, student, by the way. Yep. Nice. So, good win uh, back in uh, a couple months ago. But, yep. <laughs> it's been that long already. But, yeah, no, I'm just I'm really proud of him. Um, I... Uh, I, I'm just really, I'm really proud of the kid. You know, he works really hard, and you can really see it every day. Um, just getting up, I, I can hear him when I'm home. I, I can hear him getting up, getting up early to do footwork and uh, run routes, and then he's do, lifting twice a day. So it's just like it's really nice to see all this hard work pay off, and uh, just really proud of him. So I gotta, I gotta ask Cooper because obviously playing at De La Salle, you don't go to De La Salle because you're like, you know, I don't really want to play against good competition every week. You go there to be challenged, right? What what did it help you to have kind of this decision out of the way early enough to where you kind of really just lock in on say hey let, let me just go out there and be ready to compete and grow my game and just focus on my team did was that something that kind of went into the timing of of your decision was so that you could do that yeah that yeah that definitely um it definitely helped and that was definitely like a a factor that played into it so I mean just being able to focus on like what like what you just said the team and then like the summer I didn't really have to worry about like taking any trips or anything like that. So it was definitely a, it was definitely something that, that helped me out. I'm curious about this and, and I'll let you guys get in here, uh, Sean and Ryan, but uh, cause I know Ryan, you've talked to Cooper a lot, but 
what kind of went into the decision going back to go to Dane LaSalle? Like what, what was kind of the reason to say, Hey, look, this is what I want to do. Great education, great football. Like what were the different things that kind of factored into it? Cause again, it's like Notre Dame. We've talked earlier with other commits. It's not the easy path. Notre Dame is not the path you take. Cause you want the easy ride. Dane LaSalle is not the path you take. If you want the easy ride, what was it that kind of went into making that decision? Was it you? Was it family? Like what went in, what were the factors that went to that? Yeah, I think it was, um, it was, it was probably a little bit of both. I mean, I mean, just like just the decision to go to Dale Sal was probably mainly my parents, but I think I kind of knew that uh, Dale Sal was the right place for me. And when, I, and when I got to Dale Sal, I knew it that okay, this is this is definitely a right fit. And I mean, um, just playing football at Dale Sal has made me a better person, a better football player. And like, there's no doubt about that. It's helped me mature so much. And I think Notre Dame is going to be the same the same thing, just like different levels, you know, just a higher level and. Um, I mean, just like just taking visits, like you, you kind of know, like you kind of have that feeling. I know people say it, and it's kind of cheesy, but you just kind of like know it. It feels like home. So, well, Cooper, let me ask you, man, because you've had—I mean, it, so you're going all the way across the country to go play football and have an education. And I know that that could be daunting for some, but when you look at your situation with Notre Dame, I mean, the tight end room obviously has been a big thing. I'm sure Michael, seeing what Michael Mayer's done with the past tight ends. But then also Isaiah Foskey has been a standout player for Notre Dame that's also from De La Salle. So I guess seeing all those variables together, how much did they help in making that decision? Great tight end room and also a, a obvious comparison to a, a Foskey that made a similar transition. Yeah, I mean, knowing um, knowing Foskey is, was, uh, definitely a, was definitely a key factor. He just kind of – well, so I think my, my head coach uh, for high school, Coach Allenbach, is um, – I think he's definitely a big part in why I'm, why I'm coming to Notre Dame. Um, he uh, he was he's super high on Foskey. He compares us. Well, I mean, I guess compares us mentally. I guess you could say. Um, I'm not saying I'm, I'm Foskey or anything like that. He's <laughs> he's one of a kind. But um, you know, he he just he he knew that'd be a good fit for me. He highly encouraged me to that Notre Dame would be. Um, you know, Notre Dame is going to be Notre Dame, and I think it's a perfect fit for me. So, well, you, you say you're not a Foskey, but this dude above me on the screen keeps talking to me about. I really wish Notre Dame would move him to defensive end because hey, he man. loves your film on defense, and that's because he's a biased defensive guy. I'm an offensive guy. I like it tight end, but you know, kind of what does playing defense do for your game as an offensive guy? I've always kind of been fascinated by that because some guys feel like, hey, being a defensive player makes me better on offense and vice versa because I know how the, the other side of the ball thinks. Is that true for you or do you just kind of do it because, like, I just love playing football? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just the the love of playing football. I think that's probably the, the biggest reason, but it definitely helps definitely helps you be more physical, you know. I mean, it was just it's just fun, you know. It's just like why not go out there and play as much as I can for the last year of high school just because I, I know – college it's not gonna it's not gonna always be like that so well cooper i know that i know that we um when we talked in the the preseason you talked a little bit about like you hope the offense kind of features you in the passing game a little bit more and i mean you almost double your receiving yards obviously this year and i know you're banged up obviously during the the later stage of the the season but just looking at your development from junior senior year how much of a jump do you feel like you take and how much are you just ready for this next challenge of notre dame yeah, um, I think I think every year Dale Sal, I definitely got like a, a little bit better, a little bit better, a little bit better, and I think that's kind of a, I think that's something that I think I, I kind of stand out. I think I can, I think I can, I can adapt and just get better pretty quickly. So I think that's something that I could, I'm pretty good at. So I'm excited to 
to see how much better I'm going to get um, in June, when, like right when I get there. So, yeah. well, and he's definitely going to an offense that likes to use the tight ends a little bit more than they than they do at De La Salle for sure. So, yeah. Um, and, and on that note, fellas, um, he's he's got to go to a lift. We had Wi-Fi well, okay. problems. We had Wi-Fi Perfect. problems earlier. Perfect. I'm so sorry. But, but that's um, good. That's the best reason to have to leave, right? Like I got to go work out. <laughs> I got to go get ready. So totally. I mean, to, we totally so get it. Just the opportunity. He wanted to talk to you. I know he's yeah. talked to Mr. Roberts a ton yeah. over the years. So we want to make sure we uh, we got on. Well, so I'm we are sorry. super super happy for you, Cooper man, and congratulations again. Uh, we're we're looking forward to seeing you get out here to South Bend and uh, and putting on that uh, that blue and gold, buddy. Appreciate you and congratulations. Yeah, sorry, sorry, we're so short. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, no, you're fine. No problem. Yeah, we appreciate you. We appreciate you. Sounds oh, good. Take sounds care, good. Guys. You guys. Yeah. Bye. Well, I re- I'm ready to transition to my guys. Are you yes. all ready down there? These are my guys. I, uh, they, they, I love these guys. Let's bring these on, on now. Braylon James, Glenn James. What's how the are deal? What's good, y'all? What's good? What's good? Down <laughs> in the Lone Star State. Oh, man, it's, it's love down here, man. It's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, I know this guy will be up down there in Texas here in, in about a week and a half here, heading down there for the uh, yeah. Under Armour game. But, you know, Braylon, yeah. this has been a this has been a heck of a journey, man. A year ago at this time, you know, your dad explains you're calling Notre Dame, trying to get them, you know, hey, I'm interested. What's going on? And then all of a sudden, January, yeah. Chancey Stuckey shows up and the rest is history, man. What's this? I mean, it's it's now culminated, right? You got you signed today. What's what's this? It's been a been a crazy year man it's like you haven't been committed that long but it feels like it's forever it's just it's been wild for me man i can't imagine what it's been like for y'all i mean honestly it hasn't even felt that long i mean i feel like it was just yesterday coach stuckey you know dm me for the first time when he was hadn't even announced he took the job yet telling me he was coming to notre dame and at the the time i had nothing i knew really nothing about notre dame so i was like man like what like what like what's about to what's about to happen you know i really wasn't interested but um when he came down to visit me and then like two days later, coach Reese came down and talked to me, man, that, that really said a lot. So it's just like looking back on that, it's like, man, it's, we're finally here, you know, it's, it's all, it's all in the play now, but it's, it's just awesome. You know, building a relationship with the whole staff, you know, all the uh, other guys that signed today, you know, all the other guys in the class, it's just awesome. You know, it's awesome. I, I know one guy that was interested in, and knew a lot about Notre Dame at the time. It's the dude sitting to your left. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. <Yeah>. James. <laughs> What, yeah. as, as a father, you know, you, you and I have talked about this. There's the challenge of you got to let your your children make their own decisions. You, you had a daughter that went through deciding on where to go to college yeah. in a different aspect, but also then trying to steer them to the, the, the decision making process, helping them with the process. You know, when, when you looked at Notre Dame and they finally reached out, what did that mean for you? Obviously, your son was kind of learning about him. But for you as a father, knowing what Notre Dame was about, what was that moment like for you when that finally when that finally connected? It was, man, it was uh, surprising. It was exciting, you know what I mean? Because in this process for us, you know, like I say, we didn't hammer this a lot of times, this education, you know what I'm saying? It, the education part of it was big. You know, like I say, it was a Stanford thing for us at first. But then when they came along, and we started getting more conversation with them. And I was like, yeah, that's big time football and big time education. And, you know, that's the only part I was look worried about. You know, if he's going to get a quality education and he can play big-time football, and Notre Dame mm-hmm. fits both of them, you know. Yeah. So, so and I, lo- I love that hat, by the way, Glenn. I might need that hat. I don't know. Right? I don't know. <laughs> See, I'm resting my gear, man. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, I love work, it, bro. <laughs> I, got, I got to do the best I can to match over here. You know what I mean? So, like, it's, it's, it's nice, how man. we roll. You know what I mean? Like, 
But, oh, uh, you know, Braylon, I, I've always been wanting to ask you about something, right? Like yeah. said very early on in the process, like not that you wouldn't, if, if the right fit came along in state, you'd have gone, right? There's some great, <laughs> yeah. tech, but what was the reason kind of behind your desire to say, Hey, I, I would like to be really open to, to kind of spreading my wings and getting out there. Like what was behind that for you? You know, I more so wasn't tied down to like a specific place. Like it really wasn't a big deal to me if I were to stay in Texas or, you know, go out really far. I knew like what I didn't want to do was go to UT because I felt like that was like way too close. And, you know, I feel like in terms of becoming a man, you have to, you know, you have to get out there to grow. So I definitely didn't think I would I would go there in terms of, you know, just where I saw myself at in terms of my future. So that was always you know, kind of like an iffy situation with me. But um, yeah, there never really was like a doubt in my mind that I wouldn't be able to go somewhere, you know, like I would be able to go somewhere and, uh, you know, struggle. You know what I'm saying? Like I I know my family is, you know, well off. Like if they want to come down and visit me, they'll be able to. So, you know, I knew I had my support system. So uh, it really all boiled down to what would be the best fit for me? You know, what would give me the best future in all aspects of life? So you know, I felt like Notre Dame just gave me that. And, you know, that's that speaks for itself right there. So it really didn't have to do with in-state, you know, California, East Coast, West. It had nothing to do with that. It was just, you know, best fit for sure. Braylon, can I give you a stat here? All right, It's one of my mm-hmm. favorite stats of this cycle. So five previous recruiting classes for Notre Dame, there was three players from the state of Texas that yeah. went to Notre Dame. Okay? And this class, in one class, there were four. And three of them are wide receivers, yeah. right? With yourself, Jaden yeah. Greathouse, and Caleb Smith. Yeah. What's it like being a part of this pipeline? Because we have talked about it endlessly. Notre yeah. Dame needs to hit Texas more. They need to get in a Lone Star State. And they, I think they started that this cycle. Yeah, it's it's definitely sick, you know, just because, you know, uh, coming in there, you know, you definitely don't want to be like the, the lone guy from your own state. So not just only, uh, you know, just getting another person from Texas would have been cool. But, you know, we got – I got three other guys coming in with me and they're coming in early as well. So, you know, that's just awesome to see that, you know, they're really diverse. They're trying to get guys from all over the country who can play, you know, and that just goes to show like what Notre Dame is about, you know, where, um, you know, we're trying to, to branch out, you know, we're trying to be diverse. And I feel like that's, that speaks a lot uh, to the university itself. And um, yeah, you know, it's just really exciting. And especially like landing me and Jaden, you know, like, in the same area, you know, we always grew up as like, you know, kind of like just cross city rivals. So to say that we're going 1400 miles away, you know, we're not staying in state, we're going the same place to ball out together. That just, that shows you a lot, man. So it it, it feels good that they came down here, you know, they had a, a, a lot of faith in our talent, you know, the competition we were playing in, because that goes uh, a lot into the recruiting process. You know, coaches like to look at who you're playing against and, uh, you know, I feel like uh, they really sat down and assessed, you know, what we could do, what we were capable of. And, uh, yeah, they came down to the Lone Star State and got some dogs. So we're excited. Yeah, there's no, there's excited. no doubt about that. Mr. James, <laughs> I want to ask you, just kind of watching Braylon develop, you know, over the last couple of years as, as, a, as a football player, obviously. But, you know, I think to begin, the, the unique aspect is the development as a young man. Like, what have you seen from your son as he's kind of gone from – know getting into high school and, and all those kind of things to going to to being someone that you look around and like your son has an offer from Notre Dame from Stanford mm-hmm. you know you've got some big time academic institutions as well 
Uh, what kind of growth have you seen from your son just as young man and 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 as he gets ready to as you get ready to kind of send him off to Notre yeah. Dame where it's like okay now it's your guys's you know I've done my part now I need you guys to step up and and uh and help me you know take that next step but what, what kind of growth have you seen from Braylon? The maturity you know what I mean from when we started this process you know he's you know the responsibilities you know what I mean knowing knowing what it takes to 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 get to this position you know what I mean this is this is big time man you know and and I just seen the growth in him. Just his maturity, man. Just being responsible. You know, that's a big thing. You know, you want your kid to be responsible because he's about to go 1,400 miles away from home. You know, you want him to make the right decisions and, and hang and be around the right people. Just the decision making in his maturity, man. You know, that's what's, what's big for me, you know, because sometimes you can't, you, some kids make the wrong decisions. I mean, we see a lot of wrong decisions made today, but I'm not going to say anything. But hey, it is what it is. Everybody have their own decision to make. But you know, but just a decision making. I mean, it's maturity. You know, I'm very proud of him for that. You know, I mean, he's, you know, he like all his friends are older. You know, like a group of friends. You know, we hang out with all their kids are older, like three and four years older than him. They in college, so he's able to mature and hang around and hold conversations and just just be a good all around kid and good decision making because that's the most important thing when your kid leave away from home. Is he gonna do the right thing and make the right decision? In the right way, yeah, that's the key. It's not even. It's not even sometimes about agreeing or disagreeing with a decision. Mm-hmm. You got to do what's best for you. It's the way. Yeah, yeah. That I think yeah. is key, and that's yeah. the important thing. Um, Braylon, you look at this receiver class, man. I mean, you guys are you guys are not recruited to say, "Hey, Braylon, we'll come Notre Dame. We'll sit you for two, three years, let you develop." Y'all are coming in there to compete, man. Yeah. Like, what 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 is yeah. that challenge like for you to say, "Hey," and, and not in a disrespectful way, like the guys there are, are, are mm-hmm. not good players, but like y'all are y'all are being recruited to say, "Hey, look, this isn't a. You got to come in ready to go, man." What, yeah, what man. was that? What's that like for you, man? Just yeah, it may, yeah, it just makes my hunger, my drive for this sport, like you know, just intensify, like hundred times more than it already was, you know, just seeing that I finally have the opportunity to come in, you know, and achieve my goals early, you know, like I've always wanted to play collegiate football, no matter where it was at, you know, that's always been my, my main goal, you know, yeah, the NFL was cool, but like collegiate football is where I wanted to get, get to. So, you know, just um, having the opportunity to come in and make an immediate impact, you know, was definitely uh, something that stuck out early in my recruitment as well. Like that's, really like another 50% of why I chose Notre Dame as well, because I know the opportunity to come in and compete, you know, earn a spot is, is there. So yeah, you know, I'm excited. I'm, I'm hungry and I've, I've been working, you know, I know what it takes. So. Yeah. I want to ask you this too, because like it, 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 sometimes in this era of, um, uh, uh, I don't get too much into it, but you know, guy, Hey, I want to be the guy. Yeah. yeah. You and Jaden and Caleb. And then of mm-hmm. course uh, the, is the Texas kids. And then Rico, I mean, there's three receiver spots and there's four dudes plus guys on campus. Like some yeah. people may look at it like, well, you know, there's too many good players. Y'all, ne- that was never a thing I heard from any of y'all, man. Like, yeah, nah. what, what? I mean, what is kind of the bond you guys have built? Because we hear about the, you know, the offensive linemen and all that. But what's what kind of bond has, have you guys been able to build as as a group of wide receivers as you guys get ready to go do this thing together? You know, like we're all kind of just trying to take it on together. You know, especially us coming in at the same time. You know, it's like. You know, maybe you may get your shot earlier than I do, but, you know, we're going to work together. We're going to go at it together. And uh, that's kind of just been our, our whole thought process going into this. It's like, yeah, it's, it's competition. But at the end of the day, we're still a team. We're still a family. You know, we're going to break bread together. You know, we're going to be on that field together. So we still got to be close. We can't, you know, let any animosity get 
between us. You know, at the end of the day, whoever's getting the job done is going to be the one who's touching the field. So, like, you know, it kind of is what it is. It's just the game itself. So, you know, we all kind of just have an idea of, you know, what to expect and, you know, the the reality behind it. So, yeah, we're excited. Braylon, can I ask, because obviously you have your dad there that I know is a big support system for you. Mm -hmm. You have your family in general. And I know you talked already about not wanting to stay – as close to home because you want to spread your wings and yeah. grow and all those great things. Right. But yeah. in order to do those things, your family has to support you, obviously. Oh right? yeah. Oh yeah. So can you just talk a little bit about the support system you have and just that, you know, they let you really take advantage of every opportunity and to explore all. Oh options. yeah. And it starts like all the way back from like the sixth grade, you know, like even them, you know, going out their way, taking off from work to take me to camps, you know, just, that little stuff, you know, that adds up. And, you know, um, um, I wouldn't be in this position with without that. You know, uh, even my whole transfer to, uh, to Dell Valley, you know, that kind of helped my recruitment a lot as well. So, uh, you know, we made a lot of sacrifices for that. You know, my uh, my dad had to, you know, take off work early to come pick me up from school, even though it was 35 minutes out the way, you know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of stuff, you know. It was it was a lot of sacrificing to get me to this position. So, um you know, that also is like a, another reason why I chose Notre Dame. I wanted to, you know, yeah, like I said, pick the, the best place that's going to give me the most benefits in all aspects of life. So, you know, like I can go back and support my family, you know, when they're, you know, looking out for me when they need some cash. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's what I want to be. Yeah. You know? all right. I want to put on <laughs> put my family you know, on my back. That's the goal. So, you know, Brian and Ryan, one of the most commendable moments, in my opinion, this season from the recruiting class, which has exemplified brotherhood, was post-game Marshall. And I don't know if you guys remember this. We were doing a post-game show, and all of a sudden we look on social media and we see these three receivers, like, letting it be known. Like, yeah. no, we're still locked yeah. in. According to the chat, every kid was going to decommit by the end Absolutely. of the night. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> like, right. According to the people in the chat. Right. The house was caving in, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you see these three receivers like make the statement, like, "Don't worry, yeah. When we get, when we get there, you won't have to worry about this." Yeah. Just, just talk about that mindset in Marcus Freeman and this staff. Whatever mortar they use with the bricks to hold this class together. But that like, just goes to it, it's not even. It's really just us as people, you know, like the people they're recruiting, and that goes to show, like that goes to show you what the Notre Dame culture is about itself. You know what I'm saying? Like we're all like-minded individuals. We all have the same goal. We want to come in and win a national championship by any means, you know? So um, whatever route we have to take to get there, you know, whatever BS we have to go through, go through to get there, you know, we were all willing to go through that in order to, you know, put Notre Dame back on the map. So uh, I feel like that was kind of like, that's been, you know, the whole entire class is collective thought and idea. So, we all want to come in and do our parts. You know, we see the team struggling. We're like, man, you know, this is this isn't right, man. Like, we're trying to come in. We want to make plays. You know, that's what, like, it's just little stuff like that that we see. It's like, yeah, man, this is this is getting real. We actually have an opportunity to come in here and you know change this thing around. So, yeah, that's definitely what that's been about. And it's been like about it's been about that the whole entire the whole entire process for sure. That's what's well, up. last I checked, Sean. Correct me if I'm wrong, Mr. Davis. Mm-hmm. Receivers can't throw themselves the ball, right? No, I think that's not. still a thing. Okay. Normally in recruiting, it starts with the quarterback, and then you kind of build a, you build on top mm-hmm. of it, right? Mm-hmm. That's the 24 class. You get CJ mm-hmm. early, and then you know, mm-hmm. then Cam comes and all that. 
y'all put did this without a quarterback. Yeah, at least not at least not when it was like publicly and like locked mm-hmm. in. Yeah, yeah. What was it like for y'all when Kenny Minchie decided to flip and come? Oh yeah, him? it was kind of like a big relief. Yeah, for sure. I mean, just because we didn't know if we were gonna get one, so it was like man, you know, it's not like we knew he was going to come in and start right away, but it was just the thought that we have somebody to, you know, come in in our class, work with us, build with us, you know, and over time, we're just going to keep gradually getting better and better together. So that was definitely like a big, yeah, just, woo, just a big side because, you know, uh, yeah, uh, earlier on, like a a big, yeah, our big push was Dante Moore, you know, so that's who I thought we were going to end up getting. But, uh, yeah, just uh, seeing that Kenny decided to – yeah, flip and he had faith in uh Freeman and what Notre Dame could do for him is is yeah, really relieving. It was really exciting. So yeah, I'm ready to ball out with him too. And so now you've got him in 23 and then CJ in 24. Yep. Does it give you guys a little peace of mind? Like, look, because if you if you trust Tommy Reese and Marcus Freeman mm-hmm. enough to mm-hmm. go there, then you're gonna trust them to say, get those guys, develop those guys, and that kind yeah, of yeah. thing. Does it give you some like, okay, we're gonna do our thing, and now between the two of them, you feel like, okay. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, yeah, I feel like those are the two dudes, you know, like I feel like in terms of development, you know, I feel like they'll get there. I feel like Coach Reese is going to do his job, you know. So, um, yeah, it's all going to definitely come into play when everybody gets up there. But uh, I feel like, yeah, I just have a lot of faith in this class and this culture, you know, that that Coach Freeman is building up there. And I feel like just all of us being in there together is going to help us grow. You know, so I feel like we'll all continue to get better and better as athletes. I feel like we never have to worry about, you know, not progressing. So, yeah, that's exciting. That's exciting for sure. Braylon, you may not be comfortable talking about this. And if you don't want to, it's it's Uh totally fine. But like my thing is, is like there's this assumption that the only kids that get offered NIL deals are kids that take them and leave. Yeah. Right. There's a lot of that going on in your class. What was it like for you guys in those conversations to say, hey, look we're we're gonna go a different route man everybody else is doing this we're gonna go this route i'm sure it wasn't easy all the time for you guys to with some of that stuff right i mean what was it like for you guys to have those conversations well for me you know it wasn't about money i mean it's about fit it's about future i mean so the money was there I mean, let's yeah. not get it. You know, we we had opportunities to 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 chase it. You know what I mean? But is it going to be there as a long term thing? You know, we could get the short term money, or we want the long term the long term money. So yeah. we went for the long term money instead of short term money. So it was there, several schools, but it was just not what we was about. We didn't want to chase it. No, what we had in Notre Dame was was perfect for us. So. Definitely. Everybody have their own decisions, their own path and what they need financially. We can't speak for everybody. We don't know everybody's sure. pockets, but we're not exactly. rich. You know what I'm saying? God has blessed <laughs> right. us. You know what I'm saying? For what we have. So we're not going to be hanging out in your mansion when we come down for the <laughs> game. Yeah. <laughs> There's like eight other rooms y'all have, you know, because you're just roll rolling in it, right? Um, Braylon, my thing for, I guess my question for you is, does you talk, you've talked about brotherhood, you've talked about culture, yeah. you've talked about all that. Are those the things that allow you to say, okay, I mean, look, I was 18 once. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I consider now as a 44-year-old, you know, business owner and say, no, nah, no, nah, I, I can turn that down. But when I was 18, I don't know if I could have turned that down. <laughs> yeah. Like, is it does that brotherhood, that culture that the, your dad talked about fit, are those the things that you are allowed? I mean, how, how do you focus on those things when there's this madness going around you that is the current 
landscape of, of, of recruiting? Just by definitely looking at what you want in your life, you know, what you want in your future, you know, uh, yeah. And, you know, just all money isn't good money. Most of the time, you know, all money you don't have to work hard for, you know, isn't always good for you. So, you know, that's what I've been taught in my life. And, uh, you know, I just kind of want to go out there. I know that, uh, if I do my thing at Notre Dame, you know, just, I really believe in that network, you know, just from being committed here so long, you know, I've, I've already met people, you know, I've already, I've already been introduced to so many, you know, executives and entrepreneurs and stuff like that. So I, I definitely believe in the network and I, I see it's real. So that was definitely kind of just like a, you know, yeah, just a, a easy get a getaway for me. Definitely That's just good. looking at that. That's good. So sure. you are, you're a normal enrollee, correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, I mean, you're what, about three and a half weeks away from leaving home? Something Two and like a half that. weeks away? Something yes, like sir. that, right? Yes, um, what are your, what, I mean, where are you at? I mean, where, where's your mental space right now with that? I mean, like, I know you're excited, but also there's the bittersweetness. Like, I'm going to ask you where you're at, Braylon, and then Mr. James, I'm going to come back with you. and Because you've kind of been this through this as a parent, right? Sort of. You know, your, your daughter didn't go quite far. So no, <laughs> you know, like, she can hop in a car and drive home for dinner. You know what I mean? Braylon, Braylon can't do that. Where's your headspace at right now? I mean, it's real now, man. You just signed, and, and yeah, yeah. you've got a report coming up here. <laughs> yeah, and you know, now that I'm kind of signed, you know, I, I I've been saying this, but man, I'm just so hungry, you know, to, to get in there and go to work because you know I I know I know what I want for my future, so you know I'm definitely excited about that part. But in terms of like you know leaving home, yeah, like I'm definitely gonna miss my family. But like I said, you know they've they've been huge supporters up until this point, so I know that won't change you know, going into college. So I know if they want to fly down and visit me, they'll be up here every week if they had to, you know. So uh, I definitely have the one of the strongest support systems out there. And I'm just so blessed and fortunate to have that in my life for sure. So and it, um, real I'm quick, really excited. What, what do you plan on studying at Notre Dame? Do you Have you decided that yet? Yeah, like, yeah. So uh, I applied for uh, business school. So I got into uh, marketing, but uh, I'm definitely going to surf between that and mechanical engineering my freshman Excellent. year. So yeah, I'm going to, yeah, look at those two, see what I like the best, and, yeah, find that, that career path for me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, Mr. James, as a parent, obviously, it's, you know, it's always different. with Every kid's different, right? It's mm-hmm. not the same for everybody. What, Where are you in, in Braylon's mom at right now in regard to your guys' preparation for <laughs> Braylon to be ready to kind of yeah, – because, yeah, yeah. again, like you said, like your daughter went to, I think, what, UT, right? UT, uh-huh. mm-hmm. So, you know, she can come home for dinner if she wants to. Mm-hmm. Your son's leaving a different time zone. Right yeah. to, to go to Notre Dame. Where are you guys at, and 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 what's this moment like for you guys? Like, as you balance probably, the pride probably, and the, the challenge, it's probably more difficult for my wife because you know he's doing the baby boy, the youngest. You know what I mean? So he's you know he's she coddles him a lot more than I do. You know what I mean? I'm a little bit tougher, you know. What I mean? So she's probably you know she's probably going to be more broke down than I am. I'm kind of excited <laughs> for him. You know, he has the opportunity. I left home as a young man went off, you know, to college and left home. So I mean, I'm 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 excited for him. I mean that's the choice he you know when we started this process. He said he wanted to leave. So we prepared ourselves. I prepared myself for whatever decision that he was going to make that he was going to leave. So well, you know we'll be up there maybe once or twice a month until he really get himself going. You mm-hmm. know what I mean just to yeah. Give him a little, you know, boost and give him some help in areas that he needs because he's spoiled. You know what I'm saying? He still has a lot of <laughs> <laughs> a lot of you know, a lot of rough in areas he got to, you know, fix. But you know what I'm saying? We'll be, you know, we'll be there for him. My wife will probably be there more than I will. But so 
you know, we're we going to be there. I'm just excited for him, man. This is a happy time for me as a father, you know what I mean, all, knowing all the work he put in and you yeah. know, all the sacrifices he made, you know, switching schools and, you know, dealing with people, hurt feelings, you know, because he left school, because he did this. And, but, again, I'm just happy for him, man, as a whole. You know what I mean, I'm just excited. And just, Braylon, just, you're, you're, you're not spoiled, are you? Nah, man. Nah, <laughs> nah. Hey, yeah. hey, he says that now. Three weeks into, into his first semester at college, he's going to be like, man, I'm yeah. spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> I, I went through that my freshman year. I thought, I was like, people say, yeah, you're a mama's mom. No, I'm not. I, about yeah. three weeks into my freshman year, I was like, dang. Yeah. It hit me. I'm actually a mama's boy. (laughs) You know, Mr. James, I wanted to ask you too. We talked earlier about his growth Mm -hmm. as a as a young man. Mm -hmm. The other thing too that Ryan and I talked about this on the show recently. He had a lot of growth this year as a football player as well. Yeah, you know, just kind of what you saw from Braylon this year as he looks to develop his game. I mean, obviously growing up as a young man, maturity and all that, but his game took a jump. Like, just look. He was always athletic and always fast, but just looked a lot more polished this year. Like, what, what what did you see from his game this year? Well, you know, coming into the, this year, we wanted to specifically work on some certain things. I'm a more, you know, I trained for, I had him trained for more for speed. You know what I mean? Because, you know, you can't, you know, you fast is fast. You know, and that's, you know, if you fast, you can, you can do a lot of things being fast. So this, this summer we worked on a little bit more route running, learning how to stop, you know what I mean? You know, slow your speed down and getting in and out of breaks. So we we did a lot of that this summer. We got with our trainer and we worked on a specific things. Yeah. And he, his his weaknesses. So we try to get into much of that, you know. Work. But this season, you know, we're limited at quarterback, so we had to, you know, improvise on the strengths that the quarterback can do. So that's why you don't see more explosive plays that's down the field. You didn't see much grunt running because we were more, you know, yeah, we was one dimensional for his quarterback goes. We basically was a running team. Some games we didn't even throw the ball the second half, maybe three games. We didn't even throw the ball the second half because we were so in deficiency at quarterback. But I was impressed, you know, you know, not his deep balls, but I wanted to see a little bit more, get a little bit more yeah. actually displaying his route running ability right. on the tape. Yeah, but we had to do what we had to do to get through the game. So Braylon, I think when people look at you, they see six two, six two plus, right? Uh, yeah. What are you about six two and a half right now, creeping up on? Yeah, six, yeah. six two and a half creeping on. Yeah, like right. three solid. You know, yeah. they see the speed, electronic four four mm-hmm. seven, and all that, and then you see it on high school film. But the thing that Ryan I know talks a lot about is you're not just a tall take the top off the defense guy. You do a yeah. lot of different things. We're talking about kick returners, and Ryan even threw out the crazy idea of like. Well, Braylon James is taking like four or five kicks back during this because like, man, yeah. it's like six three. I want him running through kick returns in yeah. college, but you got a little bit of a unique game, man. You don't have the typical thank you long thank guy you. game, right? And yeah, you know, is that kind of one of those things as you watch the Notre Dame offense and you watch kind of how those guys are used to be like, hey, look, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna, I think I can do more than just take the top oh, yeah. off of the defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely see myself. Yeah, you know, catching a lot of digs like underneath, like yeah. Just watching a lot of that stuff. Yeah, a lot of curls, comebacks. I hope they utilize me on, like, kind of those routes, like, right there. Um, I definitely want to be used in the slot a little bit. I feel like if you, um, you know, like, work me on a safety, I feel like that's, a, like, a huge, like, mismatch in terms of, you know, my ability. I feel like I'm capable of, you know, taking advantage of that. So I definitely feel like there's things that, uh, yeah, uh, I have good capabilities at. But, you know, I definitely still – have to keep learning. I have to keep growing. I have to get more and more polished because, you know, I know it's a different level. I know it's a different speed out there. So, 
I'm excited. But uh, yeah, I definitely feel like I have a lot to bring to the table for sure. Real quick, where have they talked to you about kind of? I know you're like, look, I know Notre Dame, the ultimate goal is when, yeah, you, yeah. when you've arrived, you're going to play everywhere. Like, there's yeah, not yeah. like one spot, but you got to start somewhere as you learn. Have they talked to you kind of about that, or is that still kind of TBD based on? Yeah, yeah. Game? They mainly want me to, uh, you know, like kind of like what you see on my film is kind of what they utilize me for. And that's kind of what I liked initially because I knew they were still going to expand my game, but you know, they were going to take advantage of what I was good at. And that's like, you know, long routes taking the top off of defenses. So I feel like, you know, in terms of that aspect of the game, yeah, I feel like that's definitely how I'd be utilized, like more outside, you know. Like the WX stuff. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Definitely, yeah, more of that. So, um, yeah, once I get more familiar with the playbook, I definitely see how, uh, you know, I'm, I'm worked in. But I definitely feel like that's how they'll try and use me. And, you know, any way they want to use me, I'm, I'm ready to do it. So I'm excited. You guys got anything for the uh, the, the Jameses? we wrap up because we had to you guys are gonna be our last guest because i mean we have oh, to say right. yeah, yeah. you know what i mean like that's just how we're on it yeah yeah right yeah, um, we, we having a big old signing day celebration we probably yeah. have about 100 people at our house oh nice <laughs> okay here's the key question what this does game serve what's the spread right <laughs> oh man what, what, what are we gonna do we probably do some wings we're gonna take out we probably do wing stop you know what i'm saying so you know okay. Some stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? Maybe whatever he wants with me. Yeah, yeah. So, there you go. I'll slam on some wings, though. Yeah, yeah this is my day, right? Like, right, yeah. right? Like, this is my day. I get, I get, you know what I mean? Like, exactly. we have what I want. Exactly. Right, I get you. Don't, own that. People. Own that. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, man, Mr. appreciate you guys showing yes. me. Thank yes, you all for having us, man. You know, absolutely. We, we, we first process. Man, I like my man, I'd be so right here, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he talks the wheel. Well, dude. that's just because we said Braylon's really good and Notre Dame should have been honest <laughs> from John. But you guys are really honest, man. You know, some people, that. you know what I mean? You, you guys are honest in your evaluation of kids, you know what I'm saying? You know, and and I, like I say, when I first saw this, I was like, yeah, that's a good evaluation. I mean, that you gave him when you guys were started out recruiting him. Mm-hmm. And that drew, drew me to you guys' show. So that's why, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, you guys do a good job evaluating kids. You know, you don't, you're not hammering people, but, you know, you, you're honest in your evaluation. Yeah. That's, that's why. We, know, we did today a little bit. <laughs> around 12.05 Eastern, <laughs> I went off. Man. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna lie <laughs> but you know what in, in uh, that being said man i still think we got the overall yeah yeah, class, yeah. man oh you yeah know I mean? you know you know you know everybody can't get out yeah, we took some yeah we took a couple of losses you know but yeah but, in terms but of everybody solid. did though right solid. i mean or, oregon had a great day today but they just lost the quarterback when i'm so you know? with all due respect austin novice that ain't dante more people yeah right i mean y'all can spin that however you want to spin it mm-hmm. he ain't that ain't it yeah. Right. But the, the 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 frustrating thing is that I that I wish fans would understand is the way you guys are looking at it is like, look, you can either focus on the couple that didn't come or you can look on what you have. And the reality is, is, mm-hmm. is yeah, we can we can mourn what it could have been. You know, I mean, Mr. James, you know me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Keon Keeley's, in my opinion, the best player in, the mm-hmm. in high school football right now. I mean, Absolutely. he's a dude. And, and I love Keon. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just channeling the day. Yeah, I would have loved seeing him in Notre Dame. But t- take take all the what what isn't here out, and you look at this twenty four man group yeah. and what it is. This is the best Notre Dame class they've had in over a decade, in my opinion, because yeah. because Sorry. of the, there's there's impact playmakers, mm-hmm. 
you've got a quarterback, which is a need. But tell me the position where they didn't get a, a really good football player. Mm-hmm. They don't have the holes that you see a lot of places. And I think that's what people Absolutely. are missing. Yeah. you got nine kids in this class. Yeah, we filled out every yeah every position. Every position, man. Yeah. I mean, not with one, not with two. I think three and four yeah. in that every yeah. position. That's you got different. five top offensive linemen. I think we got the best offensive line class. Right. I think you probably oh, got a yeah. top 10 receiving class. You know what I mean? We got we, we loaded. So, so here's some numbers corners. for y'all that I think y'all appreciate. So mm-hmm. Notre Dame in, in the 2022 and two, 2023 classes had 30 kids, 30 kids that were, that were ranked as top 250 players by at least one service. Mm-hmm. Most that Notre Dame's ever had in the, in the, the rankings era, which goes back to 02, right? 11 front seven kids that were ranked in the top. Uh, 250 by at least one service, most mm-hmm. they've ever had since 02. Six front seven commits in the top 250 uh, in this class, mm-hmm. this class, mm-hmm. which is the most I've ever done. Mm-hmm. And then you had five linebackers the last two years that were ranked as top 100 recruits by at least one service. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then this receiver class, I mean, this is one of the best receiver class they've had in a long time. We just had Cooper Flanagan on, mm-hmm. who's, who's yeah. a legit mm-hmm. type, you know, like 18 last two in the in the the last two classes 18 kids in the last two years were ranked wow. as top 100 recruits by at least one service wow and that's Notre Dame's never done that before in back-to-back classes yeah, yeah. nine this year nine last year right so I, I think that the, I get that people are frustrated but they five skill kids in the offense this year are ranked as top 200 players by at least one service that's been tied a couple times but never had never had more yeah. I don't think people appreciate, and this is without Peyton Bowen, right? Yeah. And, and I'm not trying to bring his name. I'm just making a point so people understand the numbers I'm given. Like, th- there's a lot of talent being brought into to Notre Dame since Absolutely. Marcus Freeman arrived. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, there's no doubt. Yeah, we, there's we, no we doubt, ready, man. We loaded, man. It was, it's, it's, we, we, we good. Yeah. You know what I mean? We got right. the people who want to be here, who want to be a part of this thing, want to be a part of this national championship run that we about to go on, and that's just that. You know, everybody have a decision to make, man. We. Make your decision. Good luck. But we 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 see the vision. You know what I mean, like right. like you said with Coach Stuckey when you know the receiver when you know we got four receivers and what he sold me on is that you know you, the University of Alabama they had four first round receivers. You know, mm-hmm. and, and, and and that's the that's what he sold us on. You know what I mean? He right. said, man, you can't you you can't have one guy because right. they're gonna load up on you if you're the yeah. only guy out there. You're not going. They're gonna load up on right. you. But if you got four guys. It right. could be unstoppable, and that's what Coach Tucker sold us on. Then that's well, we, we see it, right? It's Alabama mm-hmm. does it, but Ohio State. I mean, Marvin yep. Harrison and Emeka, they were dudes last year. They just had to wait Absolutely. their turn behind two other dudes, and then Ohio State will Super. have two other dudes that steps in after that. And that's where Notre Dame needs to get to, right? And, and that's, that's where this class, you know, you only got one last year. Tobias, who is a dude, you oh, know, but that's oh, where yeah. Notre Dame needs to get to is the point where. You know, number one, Braylon, how are you going to be in in the fourth quarter and matched up against a, a, a corner who's played sixty five snaps and you're on yeah. snap thirty three because yep. you guys have that rotation, yep. exactly. and and that's where games are won in big games is like that corner's wearing out because he's been chasing you and Tobias yeah, and Dion and Jaden and Rico oh, and yeah. Caleb, yeah. you know, yeah. and it's just like and then it's now it, you guys are fresh, yeah, and I, and I think kids get that right. It's scary, man. We 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 ready, man. We you know. Yeah. It's, it's 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 time to ball, man. We yeah. you know we just excited. Yeah, Glenn sounds like he wants to play. I know, right? Let <laughs> me get this man a I'm always down. I'm always ready for the game. Me, man, I'm just excited. You know, for Coach Reese, I mean, Coach Freeman, man, it's it's yeah. it's just a beautiful thing for us, man. I mean, yeah. as a father, Glenn, in all seriousness, how how important was it to you, was it to you? I mean, I kind I think I'll I'll try to be too leading. 
you're sending your son to play for Marcus Freeman. And obviously it's going to be Tom Reese and Chancey Stuckey, but at the end of the day, the, the program is being established by Marcus Freeman. What what role was was did he have in, in sending your son to Notre Dame? Not just in the football aspect of it, but the other parts that I know that I know are important to you. That are you going to help my son not just develop as a football player, but to, to be a man that can go be successful in life? Was that a, what, did that factor into this decision for you? The role Absolutely. that you felt he would play? Absolutely, because he's young. I mean, I'm not knocking any older coaches. You know, he's 36, so he's not that far off from from my boy, and he has a 16 year old son. You know what I mean? So the relationship, the relate, he can relate to my son. You know what I'm saying? And then his leadership, man. He's a hell of a leader, man. And you, you want your, you want your kid to go go to school with leaders, kid, people who can lead. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why a lot of these other coaches came with national championships because they're not leaders. So he's a leader, and that drew me okay. to 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 uh, Marcus Freeman in Notre Dame because his 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 age for number one. His, his, his relate, he can relate to the boys. I mean, and, uh, you know, and he cares. Sure. You know, he, yeah. he cares. That's the main part about it. He cares about my son and us. You know what I mean? My wife, father recently died, and he was very, you know what I mean? Yeah, very hands-on. Very hands-on, man. Yeah. Calling. Very appreciate You know, so sure. we appreciate that. So, How about for you, Braylon? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, uh, uh, Chad, uh, the uh, director of recruiting, he says it all the time, but he's like, you know, uh, Freeman is like a high school football coach. You know, he genuinely cares about everybody on his team. You know, everybody he's recruiting, you know, he he genuinely cares about everybody on a, on a personal standpoint. I mean, he'll he'll keep his office door open. I mean, I've physically seen times where player, players have walked up to him looking for advice, you know what I'm saying? So he's always open ears, you know, like there's a lot of coaches up there who are are stuck up, you know, play more of an executive role. And, you know, yeah, like my dad said, Coach Freeman's more of a, a hands-on coach, you know what I'm saying? He's he's actually taking the steps to lead his team himself. And that stands out a lot. You know, you want a coach who's who's actually involved, who actually knows what's going on in his program. So, yeah, that, that was huge for me. So uh, I'm definitely rocking with Coach Freeman all the way. Well, fellas, we appreciate y'all so much for being yes, on. Sir. You guys got anything else for them before we uh before we let them go enjoy their wings? Because see, now I'm hungry at this point. In time, <laughs> right? like, and I just I I appreciate you guys for hopping on, Glenn. It's been awesome to get to know you over the last few months, brother. Absolutely, yes, sir. I we appreciate y'all always, y'all always. Keep up the good work, man. Y'all guys do a good job over there, man. Let's do our best, Braylon. Congrats, man. Yes, sir. Proud Thank you. you so much. Yep. Yes, sir. Talk to you guys soon. Appreciate it. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So, fellas, that is uh, the we have been blessed to get to know the James family, right? Forget Braylon's talent; like they are, like I, I, I really love that family, man. They are really, and it's like it's with Shonda Pierce, it's Shonda Gray, Shonda Pierce, <laughs> Shonda Gray. Uh, you know, it's Don Schuler. I mean, it's Debbie Odding. Yes. These kids, it's April Pendleton. I mean, yeah. these kids, Sean, you got to know uh, Charles Jagasaw's mom. Right. Like these kids, you you, you get why these kids are how they are. 
You know, you get how they, why they are, where they are when you meet their parents. And that's why we try to do this signing day show the way we do. We want these kids to celebrate their moment, but we also want to kind of let people get a look at like, it's not just about what they do with the helmet on. It's about the kind of young people they are and, and why they are now. Some kids turn out great in spite of their upbringing. Right. But these, these young men, you get a glimpse into why they are who they are, you know, and, and know that like why it's important because every kid is going to be like I was like Sean was when we get away from home. (laughs) Right. But knowing that, 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 that boot is still, is still there to encourage is one of those things that really helps these young people be to, to be um, st- strong and, and, and to thrive, whether it's a foot, even if football doesn't work out with these young, with these kids, you know, these kids are going to be successful, whether football ends up being that way to that, that path to that or not. I love it. And, and it's kind of a sad day, if I can be honest. And what I mean by that, Ryan and myself, we spend time building relationships with these young men and their parents and, you know, today is kind of the end of like that segment of that relationship. Right. And now, you know, we really won't get a chance to talk to these guys unless we're on campus right. because they're going to be part of the football program. Right. And, you know, of course, when you're part of the team now, you know, your access is kind of controlled yeah. by Notre Dame. And, and we try to respect that too. And that's one thing about IB is we try to respect that when they get to college. Yeah. We're trying to hit these kids up for secret information and stuff like that, yeah. right? Like just yeah. respect that and let them. Yeah. Let them so you know, I'm I'm gonna miss you know chilling at Adrian with Jeremy Bowen, right. watching Drake play a doubleheader, and laughing and talking about everything under the sun. Mm-hmm. You know, his time as a teacher in the Chicago public school system, or the people we know, you know, in Chicago, his time that he spent living on the South Side for a while before he moved his family out to Indiana. It's, it's moments and conversations like that. Well, we'll still be able to talk to the parents. Parents you know, to a degree, yeah. Yeah, to a degree. But you're going to have to shift eventually to 2024 now, and all. Now we're stuff, shifting yeah. to the 24 kids. And it's now, it's like now, you know, we have to start from scratch right. and build relationships all over again. So it kind of feels like it's, it's almost like we're dropping them off as well as right. a recruiting cl- right. uh, staff. <laughs> like, you know, we're letting them go, letting them graduate and move on to the team. So, um, don't cry, Sean. Don't cry. No, no, it is. <laughs> yo, this. Well, see, Sean's year. had to go through this, though, Ryan. I mean, he's had yeah, to. Yeah. He he knows what these parents are going through. He had, and I'm Absolutely. being serious. Like he has had to take his daughter to a college far <laughs> away from home, three thousand miles away. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's wild. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. he knows how tough that is, but it, yeah. he also understands the the importance. And Sean, you and I, if you don't mind me sharing this, we, you oh, and I have talked about this as friends. The importance of. I know I've done my part and now mm-hmm. I trust that, you know, your daughter, these sons are going to go do those things because of the lessons. Now, sometimes they're going to yeah. mess up like we all do, but like you, you trust that you know, your, your, your wife and you did what yeah. you needed to do to, to raise your daughter that way. And, and that's what you see from, from Mr. And Mrs. James. That's what you see, you know, from Mrs. Gray. That's what you see yeah. from the, the Pendletons and the Oddings and, you know, and all those kind of people. It's like, it, you and they're also different, you know, like you talk right. to Jason Love and he's completely different than Glenn James, but it's the same foundation. Right. And mm-hmm. Glenn James is different from Don Schuler, but it's the same foundation. Yep. Yep. And those are the things that you, you love about this class. Same and that's values. what makes this group special. It really yeah. is. Yeah. It really it's is. a special group, special group of parents. And like Braylon James said, and he said it eloquently, like it's all good because I know we have like minded people. 
Yeah. In this class. That's why the class is what it is. He no. came real and close. Glenn came real close. <laughs> he did. Real close. He did. He did. Yeah. <laughs> he did. Let's, let's get to some super chats here before we get out of here because I do want to I do want to thank the people that have given us super chats today. Joe uh Jojo Pineda, can't wait for the IB show to begin. Thank you, IB. We appreciate that super chat, Jojo. Hopefully it was worth the wait. Real coconut with super chat. As ready as I am for this day to start, I'm equally ready for it to end. Man, ain't that the truth? I got about two hours of sleep last night. So I am running on fumes, but hey, I'm still here screaming Oregon. So, um, <laughs> John, you know where that's from, right? Yes. yes. <laughs> so, a little end of uh, of eight mile. Joe Papiti, Joe, thank you so much for the super chat. Welcome to all the new Irish players, and congrats on beginning of the next chapter of your life that will last a lifetime. On a certain other note, my favorite thing that Lemming said is that the star system is basically made up. I mean, yes from a dude who was part of making it up <laughs> and the arbitrariness of it. Right. Uh, Derek it's a, Galloway it's a great was, business model though. It it's is. Fantastic, it fantastic is. business model. It is. Fantastic. It is. Derek Galloway was super chat. Thank you, Derek. Here's wishing the new Notre Dame players success on their journey to reach their career goals. Go Irish. God bless all. Absolutely. I love how much Sam Pendleton talked about the importance of God in this decision too, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that. Uh, Chris Todd with a super chat. Thank you, Chris. With NIL transfer portal and the flipping of commits becoming a sport unto itself, I feel like National Signing Day has lost a lot of its importance. Well, I think it's actually gained more importance because you now have to really see it through. You can go into the day with a kid telling you he's coming and then end up without him. So there's no let up, right? I mean, you can have a kid committed for, hypothetically speaking, 11 and a half months, right? And he tells you he's coming and and then just doesn't, right? So it, it, it's added to it. It's taken some of the – here's what I think. I think maybe this is where Chris is meant. As in loss is important, guys. It's lost. Yeah. It's it's not as fun because you see all these kids flip in and, and you know, and, and now you know where it's coming from. Like, where the freaking heck did Austin Novosad to Oregon come from? Right? Oh, they, like, they've been building a deep relationship for a while. Sure. Though. Okay. Yeah. 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 Whatever. Because we're all idiots yeah. and we believe whatever you tell us. Sure. Uh, Jacob Mears uh, was super chat. Thank you, Jake. No safeties last year and no high impact safeties this year. What's the word on O'Leary? Just can't miss like that. Uh, Jacob, we will talk more in depth on this tomorrow, but I, you know, so, so, you know, we'll kind of evaluate every position just so people know this show was about talking about the class, but just introducing y'all to the kids tomorrow. We'll take a deeper dive into, we'll talk more about the, the Peyton Bowen situation uh, we'll talk more about the class as it is, though. That's what the folks are going to be on. The good and the bad. There's where they do got to get better because it was not a perfect class. It was not. It was not a perfect class. There were some needs that that didn't get met to the, the to the full degree that they they needed. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I know I know at least one dude in this chat that would somewhat disagree with you on the the notion that they didn't get any high impact safeties. Yeah, yeah, and I maybe two, right? Yeah. So, um, but I, I get it. I get it. It's a loss, but. I think that's a conversation we need to have and we'll have that tomorrow. Yeah. There's no doubt. Cause some, some, some coaches are, have done a phenomenal job, but a couple of coaches are in a situation where like 2024 might be a make or break year for you to really show mm-hmm. what you could do. You know, um, that's going to be important because Marcus Freeman has said, you can't just be a great coach here. You can't just be a great recruiter here. Got to do both. And that's going to be a key. David Prevo, the super chat uh, beer for Brian. Uh, that was some real BS. Granted, he's a young kid, but he burned everyone involved. Feel for his mother. She knew it was coming. It was wrong. Uh, 
yeah, I, I went back and watched that again. So the way she acted, the way that Peyton's mom acted, this is how I read it. I think he had told her right beforehand that he was picking Oregon. And because she didn't, she just looked upset. And then when he picked up the Notre Dame hat, sort of put it on, she went <gasps> like all excited. Mm-hmm. And then he put it down and then did that whole thing. And she just went back to being like, I can't, I can't. This is just like, that's how I read it. You know, so the whole thing, oh, I didn't know till the last second. Yes, you did. Come on now, dog. <laughs> right? Like, just own, like, uh, it's not even the decision that I have a problem with, guys. It's really not. It's the manner in which you you handle your business like a man. That's the thing. And uh, some kids did that. Some didn't. Right? So so you you you, you didn't know who you were picking to last minute, and it was between a team that just came in late with we know why. And a team that you have been committed to for 11 and a half months and you build great relationships with. Got it. Right. I think that says it all you need to say. Sure. Sure. And those people that you you apparently couldn't find the the courage to tell them what you're going to do. Right. And not only did you not tell them, but you told them the opposite of what you're going to do. So, Brian, that's what happens. You know, we learned as youngsters in, in order to lie, you have to lie to cover up the lie right. and then lie to cover up the lie that covered up the lie. So yeah. Yeah. Just own it. That's why I say, I I know some people get tired of hearing this, but like, that's why I look at Keon Keely and Elijah Page's situations completely differently because of how they handle it. Uh, I was, of course I would write like Keon be here because I don't have a problem with kids flipping. Kenny Minchie flipped. Caleb Smith flipped. Right. I mean, um, Notre Dame has benefited from flipping kids from other schools. It's it's not flipping or deciding on another school that bothers me. It's the how. And, you know, yeah. And then I guess the final straw for me was to put the hat on and then put it down. It was like that final like, – you know, guys, you guys know me. I'm not a big fan of the hat game anyway. Uh, but I just um, – Just playing the game, man. Just playing yeah. the game. Yep. Yep. So, and see ya. Uh, next, next one here from um, Joe Papiti. Uh, another super chat. Thank you, Joe. Remember, weak people do weak things. They look for the easy way out. When they are asked to do such strong thing, they look for the easy way out. I think the, I think the thing that I've heard from some of the people I've talked to is the way that it went down. You have to ask yourself. Would would he have made it, and would he have been bought into what? Ryan, you brought this up to me last week. You're like the weird. You've always had it. You've always you, and you've brought this up before. Like whenever you talk to Peyton about why pick Notre Dame, you'd always first go to like the depth chart. Yeah, right. Which is fine, mm-hmm. but he never he never. There, yeah, we'll get into it. There were some there were some red flags. I think we can learn from looking at those things. Like, hey, look. Sadly, we've got to just not. Our part of our job moving forward is to not always take people at their word. Yep. You know? Actions speak louder and, than words, man. Yeah. Yeah. AJM with a super chat. Thank you very, very much, AJM. Dante and Bone were supposedly kids who didn't care about theatrics or money. How can the staff improve on evaluating kids' character maturity to avoid these moments in the future? Or does this just come with finish, fish, fishing in that pond? Uh, it's both to me, guys. Like, there are things you got to learn, right? And there are other things that you say, this is part of the business. Like, to me... You know, like like Keon's thing was again different. 
he mm-hmm. had interest in other schools, so he decommitted, right? Where Peyton kept taking other visits and then would say, No, 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 I'm not, I'm not, I'm just going to be with my girlfriend. I'm just going because my friend goes there. I'm not, I'm not interested in them and all that. I think you got to start as a staff, you got to start saying, Okay, we're not going to get burned like this again. We're going to, I think you're going to see them double down on their visit policy, right? Like, you want to go to a, a, a school on a Saturday? Cool. The second trip you make to that school, do yeah. what you got to do, but we're going to do what we got to do. I don't care who yep. you are. Yep. Right. Yep. Uh, that's the big thing for me. Um, also, yeah. also elite. There, also, there's elite football players that fit the profile, but just aren't Notre Dame guys. Right. Like ultimately. Right. So you're always going to have right. some misses. I mean, cause on the surface level, you could be like, you know, like Braylon James looks like an elite five-star dude that, you know, maybe wouldn't care about the finer points of the recruitment process, but he is not that guy. We know the character is different, right? And sometimes you can mistake those things because there are some character things that say, oh, maybe he's a different type of cat. Maybe he's a guy that does fit that profile, and then it turns out they aren't. So that's what it is. And, And talking to a couple of the guys about the situation today, how do you evaluate parents in this situation? Because you can you can have a kid that's genuinely in love with Notre Dame. Could be more important. You can't, you can't, because you know, the feedback I've gotten is it's 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 the dude on the left. That's the key right there. You have to decide, you have to be able to figure out which parent is gonna have the biggest influence on this kid's decision. Because one parent in this recruitment, in my opinion, from everything I've been told, was very, this is, I want him to know her name. I want him to know her name. You saw from her reaction. But clearly, she wasn't the one that was having the biggest influence in, in this decision. Clearly. So that's another part of the, the learning process for us and, and for Coach Freeman and this staff as you deal with this NIL stuff. Because that's what this is all about. Let's, let's, not, let's not kid ourselves. Let's not disrespect our audience and try to say it's something that it isn't. For him, it was NIL. It was. For Jaden Lamar, it was other stuff. Yeah. Right? Maybe he got NIL money from Oregon, but there was a lot of other stuff there that's legitimate. And you could say, you know, it's different, right? It's a different situation. But it's it's the – I think the other thing, too, is when you when you hear a lot of smoke come like coming out as much as it did with another school, you have to start asking yourself. But then at the end of the day, you also say, but that's not the school he went to. Mm-hmm. Right, like that's the final lesson, too, guys. Is is he didn't even have an Oregon hat on the table? What did that mean? I mean, Oklahoma hat on the table. Oh, he so didn't. he was was he didn't? <laughs> there was no Oklahoma hat on the table. So did he not want to disrespect Oklahoma? It was perfectly fine disrespecting Notre Dame. Didn't Oklahoma drop out because you know what I mean? Like, there's so much, there's so much stuff here that you look at and say something doesn't smell right. And you need to look back as a staff. We will look back as a staff at our breakdown and say, okay, you know, what are the red flags we need to be looking for where we will. And and then, cause I do think we did one thing. Well, I'm not going to lie is we will tell people, this is what we're hearing. Mm-hmm. People say, well, you, you guys said Dante Moore was going to do this. No, I never said what Dante Moore was going to do. I said, this is what our sources are telling us Dante Moore is going to do. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and so, you know, maybe putting more, Cap, we'll, we'll learn from it for sure. Because this nil thing is this is new, man. This is some weird stuff, though. I have to I have to be honest. Your gift was working a long time ago 
on this situation, O'Brien. You, I, we can go back to the summer and our conversations when you would tell me like, mm, something doesn't feel right about this. I just don't know. And you kept saying it. And, I'm, and I was like, I mean, Brian, what, what is it? He's like, man, it's just something in my gut about this, this Peyton Bowen situation. I just, I just don't know. And here we are, you know, yeah. National Signing Day. And but like part of me, like I didn't want to be the one to say that, Sean. I give Ryan that credit because he's been doing that. But like I don't, I hate people that like don't say something and then all of a sudden, well, I said this six months ago. But I mean, you're you're, you're correct. I've I've always just had this. Ryan, you and I have talked about it. I've always had this kind of weird. Um, I'm gonna give the kid the benefit of the doubt, especially yeah. knowing that he's got a mom that's on board. But there was mm-hmm. just something about the kid that just. I don't know. Didn't seem like the same fit that that like when I like the Keon thing hurt because I felt like Keon was such a great fit. Yeah. The Peyton Bowen thing hurts because I just felt like he was dishonest with people. Not because yes. I'm like, man, that shocks me. That kid was such a great fit for Notre Dame. I don't mm-hmm. necessarily agree with that. Yep. But not but every, not every kid that goes to Notre Dame and thrives is necessarily a great fit in Notre Dame. They just make that choice and they make the most of it. Look, man, Peyton Bowen's a great talent. There's no doubt. But my my biggest thing, it's always been my thing, and we've talked about this a lot, Brian. I can't stand people that aren't honest. I can't right. I can't stand it, man. Like Keon Keely was honest from the yes. get go. As soon as the decision was about to be made, he's like, guys, like this has been on my mind, and I'm going to do it at a point where you guys can potentially recover from it, right? right? Like he, he had that forthcoming to it it's just there was a lot of dishonesty in this one in particular and that's my that's my pushback i don't care elijah page was that way too ryan as soon as he started having doubts about it from what i'm told as soon as he started having second thoughts about his commitment he let notre dame know well and brian brian that's a great point because i even forget about elijah page even being in the class at some points because he did it so classy it was just like i'm it's not a good fit and like okay right he didn't want to go he didn't want to go away from home and i get that that's cool man like it whatever it is what it is like i got no dis. i have no I got nothing but love for the kid, right? Because I again, I don't mind kids flipping, y'all. I don't. Because if we're gonna say a kid is 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 wrong for flipping, then we got to mm-hmm. say Kenny Minchie was wrong for flipping. We got to say yep. Caleb Smith was wrong for flipping. Yep. Right. You know, we got to say that. Uh, um, I'm trying to think, there's some uh, some other kids in the class that they flipped, right? Uh, see, uh, Bubakar Traore was wrong for flipping mm-hmm. from BC. Armel Mukum was wrong for flipping from Stanford. No, mm-hmm. it's not about that. It's always about how. It's not what. It's not. You always got to do what you feels best for you. Always, yeah. yep. as long as you do it the right way. There's yep. a there's a there's a right and a wrong way to do it, and that, that's my thing. Yep. And I, I don't care. What, I don't. I don't care if Peyton Bowen ended up in Oklahoma or Oregon. I really don't care. I care that he strung it along and lied to a lot of people. That's my. Yeah. That's the only thing. That's the only thing. Yeah. And he. This, this is the. This is the kicker. Because the more we learn. He purposed to lie. It wasn't like he, oh man, I just really don't know. No, you purposed to deceive people. Yeah. That uh, that makes it for me, when you throw, see, in the court of law, the degree of the punishment is based upon intent. When the intent is there to deceive. That's a whole nother level. That's right. that's a whole that's that's an entirely different level. At that point, that's like okay. It's like you you don't sit up and purposely do what you did last night 
to that group of people. Yeah. And then pull what you pull today. You don't do right. that. If that was the case, you could have stayed off of that call last night. Mm-hmm. Right. If, if, if you were stuck, stay off the call. Right. Yes. Stay off the call. You and don't intended. tell commits and don't yes. tell commit other commits in the class three days ago that you are signing with Notre Dame. Right. Don't do that. Either. It's even been more recent than that. According yeah, to the conversations I've had. True. Yeah. So um, next super chat here from Senior Francis. Thank you for the super chat. All of all the recruiting drama makes me appreciate the Odding family and the Vernons and Drake Bowens of the world even more. True loyal sons and daughters of Notre Dame, IB Nation, best coverage, period. Appreciate you. Go Irish. Yeah. And that list isn't nearly long enough. We only have so many characters, right? But it's the Grays. It's the Jameses. Mm-hmm. It's the Great Houses, right? It's the it's the, it's the the Micah Bell family, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. who who – who had the defending national champs in the playoff? Who where his brother goes to school, step up and with an offer late in the process. Mm-hmm. And he said, "No, nah, I this is where I want to be." Right, yep. and so it, we can go on Pendleton's. I know for a fact that Sullivan Absher had schools coming after him the whole time. Mm-hmm. Right, um, Jaden Osbury had schools, including one that's on the campus where he goes to high school, still yep. on him the entire time. So, uh, and, and a lot of these kids w- were offered deals. I mean, you, you could see it from the Jameses. Like, look, yeah. and if y'all knew what the offers that Braylon was getting, I mean, that's uh, his business to put out there, but it wasn't a Big Mac meal. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't, sure. it wasn't a weekly sub from Subway deal. You know what I'm saying? It was, well, it, was know, it was important. You know, you know, you're hungry when you start talking about Big Macs and, Subway, and I'm starting to get really hungry. I know, right? Seriously, because that's not two things that should normally make you make you hungry. <laughs> not at all. That's why I said those two things because that's like mm, it's the bottom of the rungs right there. Yeah, um, yeah. Thank you for the super chat, Super Senior Francis. Joe Papiti with a super chat, and again, tells you that Bowen and his family are all about themselves, no one else, just themselves. I would be very cautious throwing the entire family under that same boat. That, I mean, you, you watch yeah. that video, you, you can't tell me that they're all on board with that. And yep. from everything I've heard for about the conversation went on leading up to this, that they were not all on board on that. You had one going one way, one going another way. And that's something that that family's going to have to deal with. Um, it is what it is. AST12321, Super Chat, thank you, sir. Uh, Bowen was just straight gaslighting people for no reason. It's so bizarre. And that, that's the thing for me is like, these are people's livelihoods on the line, right? Just be real with them. Yep. Right? Because look, Oklahoma got screwed too in this, fellas. And I, and I don't feel so bad for them because I think they did some dirty stuff during this recruitment, some real shady stuff, mm-hmm. uh, including like like if I was Peyton Bowen's family, I would have got a restraining order out on one of those cats from 247 who was everywhere my kid went, right? Like, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, bro, you don't even live here. Why are you everywhere my son goes? That's called stalking, uh, and it's frowned upon. But uh, – they did some shady stuff, but like, look, if they'd have known he was, he was, you know, apparently he was telling people there too, that he was coming <laughs> and, uh, you know, they didn't make offers they could have made to get people because of it. So you said they didn't even have a hat on the table. Didn't have a hat on That's the wild. Table. That's Which wild. is either they weren't in it or he didn't want to disrespect the no, Oklahoma no, 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 no. You know what I mean? It was, you, you have to understand this was all about leveraging yeah. at some point. After the season, the conversation was had, and it became about leveraging. It became about leveraging. That's it. You're probably it's right. easy to see. Right. Right. Dakova Huckabee with a Super Chat. Hey, Peyton, if you didn't know, 
until the very last minute. Why were you on the Zoom with all the commits reinforcing your allegiance to Notre Dame? It's a fair question. It's a great question. Just say, hey, look, I'm not sure what I'm going to do. You know, and uh, yeah. Matt Lass, not to stay on, uh, thank you for Zoom chat, Matt, not to stay on, on Peyton Mullen, but um, how might the, the way he handled this situation affect his brother's recruitment in Notre Dame or anyone else is unfortunate if he suffers? It, it is unfortunate, but like I can't believe anything that I'm told from. I mean, what what could Eli Mullen possibly say to me mm-hmm. that would make me think he would be solid in a commitment to Notre Dame? First of all, we've said this before. We never felt that Eli liked Notre Dame as much as Peyton did. Like, yep. Just, I don't think it really matters too much. But, I mean, what right. could he possibly say? What could that family possibly say to you that would make you believe that he was going to commit and stay in the class? Mm-hmm. Not a thing. I think. I mean, it's and it's no disrespect to Eli Bowen. I just, it's not worth the time. I got, I got, I got no problem with Eli. I got no beef with Eli Bowen. He's a heck of a football player. Yeah. And and it it sucks, but it's like I. Every kid's different, right? Mm-hmm. But number one, y'all have always talked about going to school together. Number one, number two, it's like what what could what could that family tell me? Because like if the mom told me one thing, like well, you clearly don't have sway power here, and uh, you know. It's unfortunate, but, and this is why, you know, she would always say like she had to be real careful of how she handled one kid's recruitment because she was always worried about how Peyton's recruitment would impact, impact Eli's. And here's the thing, like, what does Oklahoma do now? Cause they thought they were going to get Eli as well. Yeah. Like, do you take Eli now? If you're Oklahoma, that's going to be very interesting to see how they bridges, handle it. Man. Cause I think Oklahoma is where Eli wants to go from everything I've been told from sources. Like, what does he do? You know, so I don't know. I think Eli likes Oregon a lot too, though. So yeah, we'll go to Oregon. Go go play ten o'clock games. Have fun with mm-hmm. that. Joe Papiti with another super chat. This whole Peyton Bowen saga was tiring and ridiculous. Either you want to be here or you don't. Just stop, step up, and be honest. I'm, I'm with you. Uh, Tony Stanga with a super chat. Uh, when with the guys you want to be here, and he went and put that in the chat about 174 other times. <laughs> uh, so clearly, that is a stance that I think, and I and I and I think ultimately. Okay, that you posted it a few too many times, but the sentiment is an accurate one. You're going to win with who wants to be. You're not going to win. This is a comment from Michael Marcus Freeman from today's press conference. If talking about NIL, if it's are going to be a reason for you to come here, it's going to be hard to keep you here. It's still about getting the right guys here. If you're coming here for NIL and don't get that instant gratification of playing right away, it's going to be tough to keep you. And that's 100 spot on. No doubt about it. Joe Papiti with another Super Chat. Joe, thank you very much. Oregon appears to, to be just handing out blank checks today, flipping kids left and right, the best team money can buy. Well, Oklahoma State or Oregon's going to see if they can be different than uh, Texas A&M last year. Oh. And I'm very curious to see. They're throwing a lot of money out there, how much of that money actually ends up being transacted. It's, it's, the, so. it's that full night money, man. Yep. Jason Hewlett. With a super chat, thank you. Free's going to load up on four stars. We good. LL Nation checking in to the IB podcast. Appreciate you, Jason. <laughs> Brian Kelleher, great job today, gents. Interviews were awesome. Thank you, Brian. And, and and just so people know, we will dive into the class more detail. But as we said earlier in the week, that was always going to be Thursday. This was more about the kids mm-hmm. and and their moment and just kind of getting you all. Because we liked it. Like, do y'all not now have a greater feel like you have so much a better understanding of the gray family now and that dynamic and why Christian is the way he is <laughs> and why he's comfortable getting on, on his thing and singing terribly into his phone and then publishing it. Cause he's just having fun. He's just a, a good lighthearted kid. And you see where he's, how he was raised. 
we try to give y'all a different perspective on these kids beyond just, okay, what are they, uh, what, what's vision, what position going to play? Well, you're going to play as a freshman and all that. I mean, we'll give you that, but these are some really unique kids, man. And, and some really special families. We wanted to give y'all a taste of that. And there's other kids that weren't on that we could have had very similar interactions with today. Cause they're just, it's a, it's a really good group of people. It, it's know? such a good group. And I would just like to say if Christian Gray or Shonda Gray are listening, I don't think that Christian's a terrible singer. I think he's fantastic. Okay. I just want to put that out in the universe to begin. Hey, Second, Ryan, Christian, we've I'm already a, established how much lying is not accepted <laughs> on this channel. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. That's really funny. Yeah. I would um, just like I'm, to say though, even the man of few words, Brendan Vernon, Brian, I could watch his video from this morning a billion times today. Man. Yeah. He made me want yeah. to run yeah. through a wall this morning. Yeah. What a good kid. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan, I'm not going to allow you to send Christian off like that. <laughs> I can't allow that. That was a great interview, man. That was great. Oh, my goodness gracious. Oh, good. Okay. Thistlemore Pottery. I'm sure uh, with the Super Chat, thank you very much. I'm sure you guys talked about it already. The paid bone to Oregon hurts. Wow. That being said, what he did doesn't give doesn't give me some – what he did doesn't give some of y'all any excuse to act like a baby. I say how I'm acting however I want, but uh, um, I'm, I'm going to call you out if you act improperly. If you if you lie, I'm gonna call you out. If you if you are disrespectful, I'm gonna call you out. If you, if you're not, I mean, I'm those are things we're gonna call people out on. So, and I don't know if he's necessarily talking about us or other people, but you know, look, we live in a world of of consequences, and there's a lot of people that are trying to eliminate that, Sean. <laughs> and and whether it's spiritually or whether it's in, in this in this aspect, and and that's not that's not me. That's not us. That's not how the channel is, right? It, there are consequences to all the things that you do, all the things that I do, all the things that these guys do. And you've got to own that. And, and when you do what you did today, sometimes it's like, you know what? You deserve a little bit of a verbal spanking. I'm sorry. That's just how I feel. I really do. Yep. Uh, Ray Panconi with a super sticker. Ray, thank you very, very much. Steve Perry, thank you, Brian Driscoll. Uh, thank you, Steve. Very, truly very much. And also, he did something that very few people actually do. He spelled my first and last name correctly. So uh, brownie points to you, Steve. Thank you very, very much. Uh, Joe Papiti with another super chat. Thank you, Joe. Need to get perspective here, and you guys do it best. Is it still a gap closer recruiting class or just business as usual? For me, and we'll talk about it more tomorrow, but for me, this is absolutely still a gap closing class. It's just, again, we've said there's two types. One is you're doing something better than what you've done before. Yep. That moves the needle, right? And then the other is you just you take that giant leap and, and you gap a race. So, yes, this is the, no, this is one of the best recruiting classes Notre Dame has had in a long time. Long time. And we'll dive more into specifics tomorrow. But you guys heard me rattle off the stuff of what they've done the last two years. You can't look at what Notre Dame's done on the recruiting show in the last two years and say they haven't closed the gap. Have they have they erased the gap? No. Long way to go. Long way to go on that, right? On the field and off the field. But absolutely, they've closed the gap. There's no question. Look at the receiver talent they've brought in the last two years. Two years ago, it was a three, 2019, we're talking about, oh, my God, if Tony Jones Jr. gets hurt, this team is effed at running right. back. Right, and you had a converted wide receiver playing, and not even a CJ Pro's type type converted wide receiver playing running back at times that year in eighteen and nineteen. And then you look at the, the depth chart now, and you're like, Shh. you know, and that all happened quick. It's freshmen and sophomores, and high, and now current high school seniors. So they're just they're not there yet. We can we can they're they're just not they're not there yet, but they definitely have come a long way. 
And this class is a big part of that. Eric Holobin, with a super chat. Thank you. Listening to all the commits on the show today makes it easy to forget about the kids who signed elsewhere. They embody everything Notre Dame represents, and I'll take those kids every every time. Thanks for the show. You are very welcome. And honestly, that's why we do it, right? Because people get to see these. Because Sean, you guys get to talk to these kids, and you guys know it. You guys, you guys know how special these kids are. But fans don't always get to see that, especially once they get to Notre Dame, because they get the very robotic, you know, give these answers and do this, and they don't get to see these kids' personalities the same way. You know, and, and that's what I think makes these shows a lot of fun. In my mm-hmm. opinion, a lot of fun. But uh, Michael XXX, this is our, I think, our German friend, I believe. Uh, cool show. Season's over too soon, but already excited for next year. Great class after we finally dropped some. I don't know what that word is or if I should say it. Okay. Because <laughs> I don't want to say it. And if I don't know if it's a bad word or not, I'm get in trouble. Um, <laughs> Milton Fan 15, did Peyton Bone even thank the Nerding staff like Keon did? I have no idea. I, I really, really have no idea. Tyler Benji said, notice how mad Coach Marcus Freeman looked today. I, I, Yeah, he looked – he didn't look pleased. Mm-hmm. He didn't look pleased. Because, Sean, I think he's the kind of guy, and I, I could be um, um, – I could be wrong here, but Marcus Freeman strikes me as the kind of dude that's doing a little bit of this along the path. <laughs> You're on the list. You're on the list. You're on the list. And you're not going to want to be on that list. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And uh, he's not going to sit back and take it. I can tell you that. And uh, I'm curious to see what that means. I'm curious to see what that means. Okay, here he goes. Ballast equals useless weight. Okay. Thank you, you, Sharp. So, uh, Michael, thank you very, very much. Michael Johnson, super proud fan, and we're not for sale. Go Irish. Amen. Amen. And then Tommy Guns just want to say hi to future coworkers and boss. Because <laughs> Tommy thinks that editor job is all his. Uh, we shall see. Oh, my goodness gracious. That was beautiful. Tommy, you're awesome, man. Yep. We we love this this group, man. We had a lot of fun today. It was a little bit of a bumpy road at noon, but uh, it, it's not going to, for me, it, it, it still leaves a little sour taste in my mouth. But I I, I think we got to, we got to, remind ourselves of of that but guys this is a really good group and a really unique group of players we'll talk to sean tonight we'll talk a little bit more i don't know what are we going to be talking about tonight at 7 30 on lucky lefty sean we're going to recap the class i mean i'll give malik an opportunity to talk about <laughs> that other subject he's Am already going to get another chance to talk about that sure time? sure I'm, I'm done when we end this show i'm i am officially done Mm-hmm. <laughs> talking about it yeah uh I, I feel your pain i feel your pain our show tomorrow will be focused 99.9 percent on uh this class we will talk about this other situations from the standpoint of missing out on a kid and what does that mean for future classes so we'll talk about it more practically speaking uh matt 2011 gt with a late super chat thank you matt that kind of character will show up on the field at some point most likely during a period of challenge and struggle that's what I'm very curious to see how all these kids are just like the kid, the uh, DJ's younger brother got no beef with the way he did. He was uncommitted. Do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. But these kids, it kind of just took the back. Cause like, like you've been building a relationship with Oregon this whole time while Oregon has had Dante more in her class. Really? Really? <laughs> right. Okay. Right. Sure. Sure. <laughs> Marky e. Stewart says, I think the gap closing we discuss is more dramatic with top flight quarterbacks. We have one this year and one next year. We are fine. That's such a huge part of this. 
because yes. Kenny Minchie's a really unassuming kid that's not a real big social media guy and all that kind of stuff. Like, yo, that's a big part of this is is getting – and this is the thing we are talking about with Braylon is getting them in back-to-back classes. And it, it's that march for error we always talk about, right, Ryan? Mm-hmm. Right, like you get one great quarterback, but what if he gets hurt? Right, we right. saw it with Tyler Buckner. What if he doesn't pan out? What if he gets hurt? There's yep. a big drop off. You know, if you're going from CJ Carr to Kenny Minchie or Kenny Minchie to CJ Carr, you, your odds of having that kind of player greatly, greatly go up, greatly go oh, up. No. And then the last super chat here uh, before we wrap up here from sorry, from uh, Michael Ballas was from Google Translator, but trying to improve. Amazing show. So love that kids and families. And Michael is our is our, our German friend, our German member of our family here at Irish Breakdown. So we appreciate you very, very much and everybody else. So, y'all, guys, great show today. Thank you for all your hard work. We're going to meet tomorrow to go over 2024. I'm kidding. We'll get, we'll take a couple of days <laughs> off. Uh, but um, very, very happy to have this team of mine together. Uh, we will continue to pump out great content over and over and over again. Uh, I'm, 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 yeah. I'm, I, Sean, you know what I want to talk about tonight in our show? Can I, can I make a request? Sure. I want to talk about what you talked about earlier because I've been trying to avoid this, but I'm, I'm not going to now. The uh, some of the comments, like, okay, can we just talk tonight about the accuracy of the manner in which my report last week was handled? Can we talk? Oh, can, I, can I speak yeah. on that a little bit and, later tonight? And how somebody else tried to throw you under the bus, being too scared to stand on their own reporting? Yeah, yeah, we can I'm talk gonna, about gonna, it all. I'm going to talk about that. We can talk about it all. We'll talk about that. That'll yep. be fun. Okay, excellent. We I sure look forward can. to that. I look forward to that. For that guy, Ryan, that guy, Sean, you all were great today. Thank you all so much for the questions, the conversation, uh, the super chats, all of it. Y'all are amazing. Uh, check out the boards, boards, boards at irishbreakdown.com. We'll continue talking about this stuff there. Uh, and then, of course, tonight, seven thir- well, 6 o'clock, we're going to have a, uh, a Ivy Nation sports talk show at 6. Uh, and then 7.30 tonight, I will be on with Sean and Malik. They're uh, going to allow me to um, be with them tonight on their crossover over there. I look forward to talking about it. So that'll be 7.30 on the Lucky Lefty Podcast. And then we will be back tomorrow to kind of break down the class more detail. So the class is signed, who is signed, what are the grades, all of that kind of stuff. And, of course, I have lots of articles at irishbreakdown.com grading the class. I've got my rankings done. I just got to put that in an article. I have my two-year grades, articles done, all that kind of stuff, the grades of the class, all that good stuff. Um, and I look forward to that. Super chat from Mike Nolan. Remember, ND built with NIL name, image, likeness of lady on the dome. So uh, very well done tonight. So uh, appreciate everybody. And thank you for the super chat, Mike Nolan, very, very much. Uh, We'll talk to you all again very soon on the, well, actually we'll talk to you all very again soon first on the lucky lefty podcast, but then again tomorrow on the Irish breakdown podcast.
This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.